All right, Tony, we need to take a time out right here to tell everybody about our friends over at savek.com. All right, what are we talking about? It's me and you. We're helping people save money. If you put Christmas on a credit card, if you ran up a bunch of debt over the holiday season, and now maybe it's time to figure out how to dig out, we can make it fast and easy at savek.com. That's S A V E C A D E.com, like Starcade, but it's the Starcade of savings. And you know, a lot of people have saving money and getting out of debt at the top of their new year's resolution list. We can make it happen for you. It really is that fast and easy. If you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, if you're in a 30 year loan, man, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It really is a matter of how much we're licensed in almost all 50 States. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. So why wouldn't you give us a ring, find out how much money you can save right now for free. It's just a couple of quick clicks. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. Do it right now. S A V E C A D E.com. That's save K.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Rocket Promotion. Tony answers what they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinnie Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh. Lois rules cat back. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom Zig's a good looking man. Quondike Bill, make a chip. Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co host. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When with Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Conrad, what's going on, man? I, you know, this is, uh, this is bittersweet for me. I love doing this show with you, and I love that the fans can vote at our, our uh, Twitter feed. But, man, we got to go back to 2001 once again and just watch the, watch the funeral procession all the way out the door, don't we? Well, I mean, it could be worse. We could be stuck watching another episode of downtown fucking Abbey. Well, stop, 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 stop. Because, uh, I've learned a lot from, uh, downtown Abbey the last couple of weeks Shut and, up. I, and I won't, I, 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 let me tell you what I've, what I've learned, my fine fellow. Uh, I have learned that it's not pronounced library. Oh, like I God. say, library. It's not pronounced library like you rednecks in Alabama do. It's pronounced library. Oh, would you like to go to the library? We'll have tea in the library. So that's how you pronounce it. So it's helped me out a great deal. I don't think that's how you pronounce it, but you know what? You've been pronouncing it. No, they pronounce it on the show. Oh, so if it's on the show, it must be accurate? Right. Well, people that's nationwide are not saying the fucking yete. And that was on TV too. Wow. All right. That, that, 
that's really that's really hitting close. Well, let's hit close with Super Brawl 2001, which I can't believe is really a thing. February 18th, 2001. And uh, this is going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> I uh, just recognize this date, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Can we wake up Lois and uh, give her to give us a countdown? Let's get this party started. At her age, a wake-up call would take an uh, inordinate amount of... You like the words I'm using? Oh, you're week. using lots of big words from the library. <laughs> An inordinate amount of noise, but let's bring her over. Lois, please step in here and give us your countdown. What's it about? Revenge. Revenge? Hmm. Hot or cold? What? Hot or cold? <laughs> what do you mean, hot or cold? Revenge is a dish best served cold. I guess cold then. Or we can make it hot and turn off the heat, you know? And three, two, one, play. We start out with a logo. World Championship Wrestling, where the big boys play. Absolutely. One of the last times you will ever see that on a pay-per-view. And now it's time to talk about revenge. What would that be revenge for, Conrad? Revenge for a shitty company? Revenge for, I don't know. Signing Hulk Hogan? Only Eric Bischoff knows, and you being one of his good buddies now, you would know as well. Well, I don't think he was necessarily involved in the day-to-day here. Of course, he's trying to execute the sale. I don't know that a lot of this is his creative genius. No, it. but of course, you know, we had taken a different turn here by this time, and uh, uh, some interesting matches. And there you go. An open, that, that meant nothing about professional wrestling at all. Just uh, just showed a lot of different, uh, I don't know. We're coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Remember, fans, we used to come to you from places like San Francisco with Roddy Piper in Alcatraz. Some of the great super brawls in the past. But no, we're here in Nashville, Tennessee in front of about 4,300 fans. As we're limping right along for another edition of World Championship Wrestling. You notice how the pyro got a little bit more, I don't know, modest. Well, as well as should, you guys are losing cash like crazy. Well, that's where I guess we're saying the same thing. And it's going to be one of those shows. If you go back and you listen to it, uh, with the sound up, you'll say, my God, they sweetened the crowd here and it sounds terrible. We didn't know how to sweeten the crowd, but we tried anyway. Nashville was a good town for us. It really was. We had some good shows there. I don't think this is going to be one of it. One of them. Uh, I think you'd be surprised. Meltzer himself even says, um, largely due to a combination of a strong work rate and a very responsive crowd. This show turned out to be far better than it looked to be on paper. And it was a solid thumbs up show. Hmm. Well, look at that. He's pissed off that Billy Kidman is, uh, having, uh, sexual relations with Tori Wilson. We all were, but I didn't want to throw him to the door. Like, well, yeah, I did too. Wait a minute. You were all having sexual relations with Tori Wilson. No, that Billy Kidman was, no. we all were mad at him. You just said, I did not say that. Don't put words in my mouth. That's what you said. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, well, you don't have to worry about putting words in my mouth for this piece of shit. Oh man. What? Evan, Evan courageous. Well, man, Evan, I got no talent. Oh yeah. Oh, why do you hate Evan courageous so much? Are you ever going to tell the truth? Maybe it's because I, I, maybe I'm jealous of his abs, uh-huh. which could be, you know, 
Okay. Because he did have some pretty good looking abs. All right. All right. All right. Uh, of course, here's I better talk well about Jamie Noble or I'll never get a job in the WWE. So, hey, here comes the great Jamie Noble. Jamie, you are looking fine, man. You're one of the great tacticians, wrestling tacticians of all time is what you are. <clears throat> Let me just mention, too, I don't know that's why I talk shit about Jamie Noble, just because you can't kill him. He survived a stabbing, you know? Right. What, what, what can you do to him? If a stabbing ain't taking him down, what can you possibly I, do? I can't do anything to anybody. Here comes Kaz Hayashi. Oh, yeah. If you think, oh, oh, Kaz Hayashi. Oh, well, I, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I, you do that every time you see an Asian person on screen. And I'm pretty sure it's only a matter of time before they throw us the fuck off the air. Now, can I ask you, can I, can I be very, very honest with you? Yes. All right. Uh, what is, uh, well, first of all, what is wrong with having some fun? That's number one. And obviously in uh, 20, uh, what year are we in? 2019. Yeah. Uh, you can't have fun. That's right. I, I do realize that. That's right. Uh, and what is wrong with, why did, why? Okay. Uh, or can I use the word yank or you think I'm talking about a dick here? Well, I mean, we, 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 we talk about dicks every episode. Okay. All right. Uh, and we're seeing, this is going to be a, uh, an it? elimination match. I believe Bruce, to start out the show, Bruce, take your pills. You started a thought and then you stopped. Where was I? Why? 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 Oh, Yang? why? Can I say Yang? Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know what's going on. Is this I thing on? Are you not going to tell everybody what you were telling me? What was I telling you? Well, you were telling me that since you were home, uh, and you didn't have like a, a giant task list or a honey do list mm-hmm. that you started to experiment with blue chew with Lois around the house. You told me that you finally understood what the phrase, even a cat couldn't scratch it means that predates me a little bit. What does even a cat couldn't scratch it mean? Well, you know, I, I don't drink beer, but I do drink uh, Kickstarts Ultra. And I found after losing using Blue Chew that I can use uh, Big Josh to open up a can. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> How about that? Just, whoa, man. Here's a parlor trick for you. Here. Here's Big Josh, and here's the can. And, whoa. Hey, get that on video. Put that on Patreon. Blue Chew has uh, turned around things, so to speak. In the Shivani household, when you have an old woman in the house and all of a sudden you're walking around with, uh, uh, your package being, uh, not as discreet as it used to be. It's, it's quite a uh, conversation piece. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing some stories from our listeners. Let's find out what blue can do for you. Uh, uh Tony swole up an area. He hadn't been swole up in in a long time and <laughs> he's pretty excited about it. It's changed his household and we've got a special offer for you right now. If you want to get a hashtag super hard dick, and I know that Lois is enjoying hers, Tony, tell everybody how they can get their cock very, very hard. Go to bluechew.com, get your first order free, but you got to use this promo code WHW. It's real simple. The promo code is WHW, and you only pay $5 shipping. Wait, wait, wait. B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code WHW. Are you saying they're just passing out like really big hard dicks down there for $5? Yeah, for only five bucks, you can get a hashtag super hard dick. So free dick, hard free dick. dick. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Just $5 shipping. Uh, as Cassia says, if it fits, it ships. Go check it out. Bluetooth.com. That promo code is WHW. What happened when Tony got a boner? Find out next week. And look at this. Pick up Jamie Noble. No.
And, you know, I don't think there's – I don't think <clears> – <throat> I'm sorry. Without question, to me, the most talented one in the whole group here is Hurricane Helms. Without question. By the way, he has a new podcast too because that's what we needed, another wrestling podcast. Now, really? Here's the difference between his and almost every other one. His is funny. And ours is not. I didn't say ours wasn't. I said almost every other one. Okay. We're some funny fuckers and he's funnier than you for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you should go listen to hurricane's new podcast. Oh, maybe I should go listen to hurricane's new podcast. Maybe I should dress up as a green lantern, and put a mask on. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you should take one of those dogs and stick them right up your ass. <laughs> You've got two fucking mini Lois. <laughs> wouldn't even notice. Hey, leave my fucking dogs alone. Okay. Leave my fucking dogs alone. Well, nobody's bothering them. They're not, they're allowed to just run rough shot at your house and just leave their hair everywhere and shit everywhere. Yeah, just whatever yeah. they want. Yeah. That's why we were, we were wondering last week what we should call the Shivani, uh, estate. We uh, it's called, call it's it called the, the fucking kennel. That's what it is. No, was. we call it the, the dog hair Abbey. Oh my God. Listen How's to that? you. <laughs> Welcome to the dog hair Abbey. Look. Lois will sober up now. And try to clean. I'll meet you in the library. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we know. Are, instead, we are... of, instead of let's meet for tea, let's meet for some potted meats in the library. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We have a fine selection of spam. <laughs> and sardine and saltines. Uh, yes. That's a hell of a match we're talking over here. Yeah, we, we are. We really are. And, uh, three and a quarter stars in the observer. They're going to go 17 minutes and 30 seconds. Of course, if you're not watching along with us and you should be, you're going to see Shane Helms win a six way cruiserweight match over Shannon Moore, Kaz Hayashi, Yun Yang, which is actually James Yang, Jamie Noble, and Evan courageous. So that to me reads like which one of these is not like the other with Evan courageous. Right. The other, you know, I don't you think these kids, you see, uh, you see guys doing stuff like this all the time now. Yep. These, these kids were kind of ahead of their time, weren't they? Yep. You think about it. Yep. These guys are the type of talent that you're probably seeing like an all elite wrestling. Uh, I probably would, I probably would say so. I mean, not these guys in particular. I mean, hurricane as he's listening to this while he's recording his new podcast. I have it on good authority is 63 years old. Really? Yep. I would wear a mask too. You ever, uh, you ever hear the term double bagger? <laughs> well, I have. What, is, uh, what and, does that mean? Uh, what, is it, what? What does that mean? I was since you've heard it, can you sort of educate me on that? I always thought that it would, the double bagger meant, uh, you had to put a head, a bag over your head and a bag over the girl's head. Why? What, what, what for? Because, because she was ugly and you wanted to make sure she didn't know it was you that she was with. Oh my. You're, you're just offending so many people today. <laughs> well, don't ask me shit. If you, that's what I heard it was. It could be wrong. What have you heard it was? I don't what's know. The connotation of double, what's the connotation of double bagger in Alabama? I don't know. Maybe you should call and ask a fucking Oriental friend. <laughs> They're Asian. You well, stupid motherfucker. Well, see, you wanted to know why I couldn't say it. So I said it. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> Listen to me. Like it's the name of a hotel in Atlanta. Yes, it is. It's the name of a hotel in Las Vegas. Right. Like, I, I don't know. It's the Mandarin Oriental. 
Yeah, that's right. I, I don't. I don't. And so I, I see. I don't. I don't. That's what I don't get. But let's. That's neither here nor there, my fine fellow. Uh, oh, tag is made, and here comes uh, the Green Lantern. Oh, right hand, right cross. Shane, a talented kid, man. I don't think there's any any doubt about that. Without question. Yeah, thank you. I've said that before already here. Well, what's wrong with a few more? I'm trying to get. Well, I don't. Over. We're obviously going to hear it ad nauseum. Well, we've, we've look, been there oh, before. They kind of screwed up that that spot, but they made the best out of it. Uh, uh, chat me up here, Yang, Cats, Hayashi. Are are they still performing? I'm gonna need you to stop saying "chat me up." Okay, I, I'm sorry. Is is that copyrighted? No, it's fine. You know, this is the greatest pay per view in the history of our great sport. Whoa, Oh. Well, I'm certainly enjoying it here from the Dog Hair Abbey. Cats Hayashi. You want to guess how old he is now? Uh, he is 47, 45. Wow. How about that? Wow. Look, man, those kids could do a, that's, I understand why it's three, three plus star matches, whatever it was, three and three quarter star match. How about the hair color? Mr. Armstrong's got on his head. Dude, here. that is serious. I didn't even recognize him at first. Well, he looks familiar, <laughs> but I don't know anybody <laughs> with that level of hair. No, man, that's a lot of hair color on that. By the way, I, uh, got a little follow-up from some things we've been talking about on podcasts lately. Okay. Can I share some, some new findings with you? Sure. We recently covered survivor series, 1996. And we talked about the man they call the Eagle. Right. I found him. You found him. I found him. If anybody could find him, I guess you could. Lots of people think they found him. Yeah. Lots of people have even started threads on message boards saying they found him. Lots of rumor and innuendo around him, but I found him. And where is he that you, can you, he's going to, is he in hiding? He's going to appear soon on WHW Patreon. Oh my God. Cause we don't do guests here on the show, right. but right. I thought we could make an exception for Patreon. I asked, he agreed. And, uh, oh, look at this big double maneuver off the top rope. Ugh. How about Evan courageous doing a, oh, as Dusty Rose would say, a whirly bird coming up empty handed. And yeah. anyway, the Eagle speaking of whirly birds, he's going to be joining us on Patreon. And I think I'm even going to be able to, uh, Maybe get him to do a little run-in for us once during the live show. Oh, my God. He is apparently a big fan of the show and heard the shout-out. And I thought, nah, this ain't really him. Nope, it is. Wow. The Eagle has landed here on WHW. It finally happened. That's uh, that's pretty big news. It is big news. And you, you think about all the appearances that he made, right? And all those WWE shows. I mean, it's a ton. And now... You know, we've got him. Everybody's been after him, but they don't have him, but we do. Can I, can I ask you something? Yeah. Is he estranged from his father? Well, his father just dumped him off all these places and left him. Let me ask you this. Were we going to maybe ask that on Patreon or should we just do it right now while he's not here? Okay. Now we'll ask on Patreon. Oh, that's a good idea. Tony. I'm glad you thought of that. <laughs> I was just 
I was just trying to make conversation. No, no. I, I don't yeah. know what the fuck's wrong with you today, but you're snapping my head off at every turn. Well, maybe because it's the third time we had to tape because you kept saying, it's, it's locked up. It's locked up like old Peter back in 78. <laughs> I remember one time them boys asked me out for some of them Coors lights. And I said, no, not today, fellas. My Peter done locked up on me. Gonna have to stay home, just work it out. All by myself. Take matters into my own hands. Uh-huh. Watch out up on top. It's Jamie Noble. And he's, oh, he flips in the air. He does a forward somersault. Oh, and all of them are out. God bless them. These kids could do so, so many great high spots. Come on. All right. All right. Get up. You guys have sold enough. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Get up. Get up, you're always get up. the guy saying nobody sells anything. And yeah. now you're saying they sold too much. Are you, are you basically a woman? <laughs> basically? No, I'm not. Well, when was the last time you used that old Peter made, or is it still locked up on you? It's still locked up on me. How about that was a heck of a move by Evan courageous. I have to give him that. Uh, and then he comes up with something like that. Yikes. Hey man, any requests for Starcast while I'm over here booking talent? You got anybody you want me to get over there for your own personal gain? No, I'm just not, I'm uh, I'm part of the uh, I'm part of the crew, man. So you I, want, I'm on, I'm on your side. Doesn't so I, matter. I assume you wanted like Deborah, Medusa, Francine. Mm. Anybody else? Mm, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. I just want to I just want to go to. Just want to go to Las Vegas and have a great time. Can I tell you what the fans really want? (laughs) What the fuck? What? (laughs) Did you see the guy slip? Oh, God. Try something else. How about a backwards tombstone? What was that? That was, well, this ain't the finish, uh, but we'll call it the finish. And he's out. Get rid rid of Evan Courageous. Thank God. Uh, what, What are the fans wanting? The fans want a different lady to show up to Starcast too. And she's not, they want to hit a jackpot. Yep. When the lean and mean drinking machine. Yep. Lois Shivani. Well, I'm, I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling you this, if you get her drinking, it's one of the most entertaining things in the fucking world. I've seen I'm it. Tell, uh, it's one of the most entertaining things ever. She ain't gonna do it. I, I, I tried. I said, you know what? I said we're having a we're having a uh, we're having to get together for the low key big hogs in Huntsville, Alabama. And any low key big hogs that are listening here on Patreon know what we're talking about. I said, would you show up for that? You know what she said? No. No, I, I get that she says she won't, but she will. Okay. I uh, I agree. I'd like I'd like for her to show up because I'm gonna, she, ma- I'm gonna make she, it happen. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Good luck there, big fella. You go get him. Hey, listen. Says the some bitch who thought he was done with wrestling for eighteen years, and then I strutted that ass back in, and boom. Yeah, I, you know what? I as serious as a fucking heart attack here. I should never doubt your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hell of a salesman. You've met my wife. I know how to sell. <laughs> You're damn right, I did. Oh my god! One, two, and we got another one out. So, so let's see. So here's my thing. I'm gonna need right. you to at least, you know. I'm Tony Schiavone and I approve this message. We got to get Lois to Las Vegas. I know we do. I know. I I know. 
It's just, it's not an easy task. I mean, tell her there's lots of loose slots out there. <laughs> uh, Why'd you start laughing? She don't tell me she doesn't like playing the slots. She doesn't like playing the slots. Yes, she does. No, she you just sit there and press buttons. It's like Facebook, but you might win. <laughs> Whereas every time she's on Facebook, she gets mad and loses until she sees you, a puppy video. You, you damn, damn right. She does. God. She's just an angry woman. She's just an angry, angry woman. And, uh, well, you, that know, is my you know why that is though. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. No, no it's because your Peter's locked up. <laughs> Watch a double team. Oh, you just told us they got, you know, they got some, they got some pretty good moves here, but they've missed. Okay. We got it. We got it. Turn around. Go for the win. The fuck. Come on, Shane. I we're bragging about you. Now you're doing all this crazy shit. Oh my gosh, he got set up a vertebraker and Shannon Moore turns his back on Shane and Kaz misses a kick by a mile, but Shannon has to sell it anyway. Yeah. See, they, 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 they did a lot of crazy things, but they missed a lot of shit as well. There's nobody to make a count quickly. Bring another one oh, there. There's a referee with that hairstyle of his one, two. <laughs> oh, he was just great. Great. Close personal friend of the show. Mr. Armstrong here with the. Yeah. The Kenny power starter pack hairdo here. <laughs> his favorite shirt is the waffle whiz awful. His house shirt that we sell over at boxing gimmicks and pro wrestling tees on Bruce's show. And uh-huh. he wears it all the time on social media and tags me and Bruce. And I think he got one for bullet Bob and the whole deal. Yeah. But as he was coming to, after being concussed and now he's yeah. going to come to, to make the count. I could just think about as he's making the crawl. Oh, for the love of Waffle House, scattered, covered, chunked all to. <laughs> That's good shit. <clears throat> Do you ever t- ask him to listen to this podcast? Nah, he only listens to the good ones, you know? Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Wait, wait, wait. Fuck him. Fuck Bullet Bob, too, while we're at it. <laughs> 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 I love, does he listen to this one? No, fuck him. That's the best. I, I've missed you, Tony. <laughs> prick. prick. <laughs> Dude, I swear you say prick like a chicken goes bok bok or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new shirt. Have a chicken. You prick. know, pick it up, pick it up. And every time they you just have to pick, 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 pick. By the way, let me just tell you, they have not kicked MJF off Twitter yet. And I was really thinking that was going to happen by now. Really? A little disappointed. One, two, three. It is elimination match. Get rid of your partner. Get out of here. Here we go. Kaz. They did miss a lot of moves here, but they did a lot of great stuff. Not only that, my, my God, they, they spent about what it's every bit of 20 minutes in this match so far. So they, uh, come on, Cass. Shane's going to win this thing. How old is, how old is, uh, hurricane now? He's got to be in I told 40, you, 63. You weren't listening earlier. No, what? No. Oh, I thought we were talking about Kaz Hayashi. One, two, no. whoa. Great false Listen, if, Listen you got, if you do something you do stupid something and you stupid. go to like so, Hurricane's Wikipedia, it'll say, oh, he's like 43 or 44, 45 or something. He's none of that. He's like 63 years old. Okay. I'm just telling you. Yeah. 
Face buster on the knee. Swinging neck breaker. One, two. Oh, two count. I love the way you would go. One, two, three. No, it's not. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat here because, I mean, a lot of false finishes, a lot of missed moves, but they just work right through it. They got Evan Courageous out first, which was a smart thing to do. Yikes. They're slowing down here a little bit. Fuck one, two. No, a two count. Boy, the fans stand up on the far side, man. Look at them, man. They're, they're either really into it or got super egos and want to be on camera. This is it. This is the finish. Back elbow, standing switch. Nope, back elbow. There it is. Oh, my God. What a move. Wow. Hell of a finish. Shane Helms is the winner. I agree. Three-plus match. Three-plus. Outstanding match. Yep. We got it, Green Lantern. Get off. What's wrong with you? Why are you so hateful? I'm just... You know why I'm so hateful? Because when you win a very brutal, tough match like that, don't posture to the camera. You know what I think about when I think about posturing to the camera? You're going to dig this. I think about Buff Bagwell, uh. who always postured to the camera. Don't do it. If you just had a, you just had a great match, you just gone 25 minutes against five other guys, you're not going to look at the camera and point. Fuck. And this was great. This was a, this was a hell of a, I don't even know what he called it. But you don't, after this, you don't look at the camera and say, scream and point. You just don't, I just, that's personal preference, personal preference. See? Okay. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Thank you. Isn't it called getting over? You can get over that doing that bullshit. Meanwhile, let's go to ringside. Would you take a look at Tony Schiavone? I was in one of my, uh, fat mood, fat. Uh, oh God, I'm fat there. Well, that's why they went out of business. You fuck. Yeah, I guess so. And my good friend, Scott Hudson, uh, and Scott being the, uh, federal agent that he was, he could always bring a gun with him to the arena. Well, he was a federal agent even then. Oh yeah. This was part-time stuff for him. Well, hang on. Was he the guy who was looking out for, uh, your kids when they all threatened to punch their teeth out or whatever? No, watch out. Hey, what, what do you think Rick Flair and animal are talking about back there? Okay. A bathhouse. I don't know. All right. Catch everybody up here. We're at 2610. So hopefully you're still on track with us here and you're uh, trying to go through some things with your main man, Scott, Scott Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Scott was a great guy to work with. Love the business. Still does love the business, by the way. Uh, and, uh, we had, I, I you know, I, I kind of like this, uh, we're at ringside, but we're really not at ringside. Yeah, pushed back her, a little had bit. Her monitor, what's that? Pushed back a little bit. Push back. Your 
the, the desk is pushed back from the fucking yeah. ring a little bit. Yes. You're not yes. up against the goddamn ring. You're fucking pushed back a little bit. Uh, well, hello. My name is Bill DeMott. And like most of you, I've been listening how Conrad Thompson talks to the legendary Tony Schiavone. Well, Bill DeMott's not one to talk about how anybody gets talked to. Let me just say. People may have said that I treated people like shit as a trainer, but it's nothing like the way Conrad treats Tony Schiavone. It's true. And I just want to say that, like many of you out there listening, I know you grew up, Tony Schiavone was part of your childhood. Oh, Jesus. This and now you've got again. this big fat piece of shit from Alabama treating him like shit. Just you know like what? You know what? Let me just throw him back to Starbucks where I found him. Fuck it. How's that? <laughs> just... Just, just, just like his kids would, just like his wife does. <laughs> you got me. Just like his kids would, just like his wife does. Uh, okay. I, was, hey. I was not ready for that. You fucking okay. got me. Sorry. Hey, listen. Uh, do you think uh, if I hand you this uh, $100 bill, you think I can see Medeja's boobs before the night's over? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely. Show them to you right now. No, we got to wait till the camera's off. You got it. You got a deal. Hey, Medeja, you and me. I want to see him, baby. You got it. All right. $100 bill. All right. What is going on with you? I don't know. I'm just trying to improvise here a little bit. Uh, here's, here's, here's a guy I, I really, really respect. Really do. Don't have any respect for Lance Storm, what he could do. And what he's done in the business. Oh, I thought you were talking about Brian Clark. Well, yeah. I respected all these kids, but I really like Lance. Everybody likes Lance. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, uh, let's see here. What was Lance Storm's deal during this time? I know he's going to wrestle in this show. That I remember. Really? Uh-huh. Well, who does he wrestle since he remembers the damn much? Uh... I don't know. It's it's not uh, it's not Jared. No, Jared's wrestling DDP. I I don't know. The Wall. Have He's wrestling the Wall. No, I'm just saying the Wall is coming to the ring right now. Are you still watching the show? Yes, I'm still watching. Here he is. No innocent victim. Now let's take you back to Thunder. Show everybody's watching. Oh, he turned his back on Captain Erection. He was a member of. MIA at one time, and then he turned his back on him. How dare he? Now let's take a look at the, is this building still, look at that big, <laughs> that tells you all you need to know, that big black curtain. Is, uh, do they still work this building? Does this building, one of those have been torn down in downtown Nashville? Do you know? I do The know. old Mori Auditorium? Yeah, I know. It hasn't been? It's still there? It's still there. Yes, you know. I just did wrestling there with Ring of Honor last year. Yeah. Wow. Drew, drew, drew several hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and last Wednesday, belly to back suplex. Why'd you laugh? I just laughed. <laughs> no, but why? <laughs> I just laughed. That, that the building's not torn down or the ring of honor ran it. No, that the building, I just laughed because the building's not torn down. Hell in Atlanta, they tear, they tore down the fucking Georgia dome. And it was one of the great venues of all time. So I'm thinking if Atlanta turned out to Georgia Dome, Nashville 
because they've got the Bridgestone Arena now where they where the Predators play and they have the SEC basketball tournament would certainly tear down that small venue. What do you mean small venue? It, it, it seats 9,700 in the round. You're talking about a building that was, it's only been around since 62 and they renovated it in 93. It just shows you the different, it shows you the different cities and how they approach things. Turner field was only opened in 1970s or, uh, 1996 with the Olympics. Hell, they, they ran out of that thing about tw- less than 20 years later. Boy, you're just like really honoring today. No, I'm not on today. I'm just, I'm just trying to make a point and, Ooh, I didn't notice this when he first walked in, but what about that fucking haircut? This looks like King Koopa from the Mario Brothers movie in 1993. Well, I mean, they probably tore that haircut down by now. All the way back in 93. They would have in Atlanta. Couldn't have that haircut in Atlanta. They didn't tore that down. They tore it down. Yeah, build up a new one. Absolutely. Tony, what's, uh, do you want to tell the audience what you're wearing right now? Yeah, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a, uh, WHW What Happened When shirt gray shirt and I'm wearing pajama pants and tennis shoes. That's what I'm wearing. You want to tell everybody what you're wearing right now? Uh, I've got on if some we run out of shit to talk about, we've got to talk about what we're wearing. Now. I, I was trying to get you to plug the t-shirts where people could buy it, but you're okay. so fucking asleep at the wheel. You think I'm trying to compare fashion notes? No. Hey, I'm, I'm wearing a, what happened when t-shirt. Uh, that you can get at LoisRules.com. That's LoisRules.com. And I am catching up quickly with the phone calls. <laughs> you can also catch- get your low-key big hog shirt. You're not catching up with them phone calls. You yes, can't, I am. can't even yes. catch my transition to the goddamn T-shirt spot, much <laughs> less the actual phone calls. What yes, the I fuck can. are we talking about what we're wearing? Well, I'm trying to sell shirts, Tony. It's a okay. commercial. Hello? <laughs> That's LoisRules.com. LoisRules.com. Also, still one of our best sellers, Tommy Young. But you can also go to BoxOfGimmicks.com, where Jeff Jones comes up with new shirts apparently every week. And why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? That's right. Because like us, like you, like me, like our buddies Super Dave and Jeff Jewett and Casio and Dave Silva, uh, uh, and Jay-Z and all these sort of characters that hang around with you, we all love the business, right? So the wall here goes and, and gives the big boot and then falls over and then tries right. to make a lazy cover. Right. And humorous kicks out. Tap me up about the wall. Right. Just a big old lug. That's all I can tell you about the wall. But why? I mean, why is he here? Uh, well, I mean, why was any of these guys here? No, these, I'm just saying, how did he get in? Who was a fan? Who was an advocate? I'm not shitting on him. And by okay. the way, it's worth mentioning. We lost him at just the age of 36. He left right. us like 15 or 16 years ago now, which is pretty crazy to think about. Didn't he, did he wrestle in TNA at one time? Too? He did just for a couple <laughs> of years, I think. Right. 
So as far as who trained him and how he got into the business, I I, I have no idea. I, I mean, he was <sighs> Berlin at one time, right? I'm just that's, asking that, that, who in WCW was really high on. Listen, uh, I know, it's weird how you remember something that happened in 1991 like it was yesterday. But if I ask you about anything that happened in 2001, you're like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. So I, well, here's the thing. You're all the time saying like, the goddamn candy man. Who was pushing for the wall, because the wall gets a lot of play here at the end of WCW. Well, this was because of he being part of the Misfits in action and being part. You know, this was uh, this was all part of of Vince Russo's brainchild. But by this time, Russo wasn't a part of the equation, was he? No, Russo had quit here. Right. So. The wall, by the way, is now like the go-to Donald Trump joke for wrestling fans. Right. <laughs> Cover one, two, uh, please end this match quickly. There, these kids are lost here, aren't they? Or blown up. The wall. Mm. Just kick him in the nuts. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. I think uh, I think uh, Bill Demont may be uh, legitimately pissed off here, Conrad. After that one. What's your favorite uh, Bill Demont NXT training story? You know what? I don't know any of them, but I've, I've heard that there are many of them. Do you have one you can chat this up? No, nah, I wasn't there for any of it. So I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, you're not. No. And then why'd you ask me? Because I wasn't there for any of it either. I didn't, I wasn't in NXT. So I'm I not, don't know. I'm not the guy who just motherfucked an Armstrong a minute ago, you know? <laughs> You know, al allegedly there was a, I mean, I thought this would have been the one you'd heard about <sighs> the naked stink face, jelly donut incident. No, uh, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Okay. The naked stink face, jelly donut. Yeah. Okay. Any guys he trained still wrestling with the WWE? Oh, a ton. What do you think? You think when we have our low key big hog get together, you could give somebody like Efren maybe a naked stink face jelly donut incident? I don't think so. So do you even know what that means? Uh, no, I don't. Have but it doesn't sound it doesn't sound too good, so I would say no. Have you heard of a stink face? Uh, no, I, no, I'm not. Do you know who the wrestler Rikishi is? Yes. Okay. Have you seen his derriere? Yeah. Well, I've seen I, I I've seen him set on people. Okay. okay. Where, where maybe you. he rubs his asshole in their mouth and face area. Right. Right. That's called the stink face. Okay. Now imagine if there was a jelly donut in between. Oh my God. And the jelly donut went all no, I over. To, oh, no. So I have to imagine this. No, you don't have to imagine it. You got to get ready. Cause I already promised Efren that you were going to No, it listen, to you need to stop it. You need to, you need to stop it. Stop listen, it. Stop it. It's about, stop. we are, we are covering super brawl here. 
Well, you really want to talk about this wall match instead of Efren eating donuts? Yeah, okay. Right now, the wall grabs Hugh Morris, trying to get him up to a standing position. Mickey J, the referee, looking over him. Uh, Here's a pickup here. And uh, and no, uh, Hugh Morris is going to go the other way and elevate him. Great strength. Great core strength right there. Wouldn't you agree, Conrad? I would agree, Tony. I wonder if they're going for jelly donuts right after the match. And they go back on the, the, the wall trying to get back. Mickey J administering the standing 10 count. Actually, here comes Bill DeMott. I'm sorry, Hugh Moore is trying to get up, and the wall is trying to get up as well. Both men, obviously, what we would say, Conrad, blown up right now. Wouldn't you say that? Blown up sky high like they're full of jelly donuts. And there's the cover, and Mickey J uh, says, nope, uh, he, he got out of it. And watch out. They're fighting on. Look at them going at it. They're fighting on their knees. They're fighting as hard as they can. My God, Conrad, what these two men pushing each other to the absolute end of endurance. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree, oh. man. They're all tuckered out from all oh. those jelly donuts. And there you see pick him. Oh no. He tried to, to uh, beal him out that time, but no, he is going to hook him. Oh, it's a German suplex over the top and both men are down. These two men have given it their all Conrad. He's going to go he's to gonna, the top and he's going to flip just like Efren does when he finds and out. Now that you see Bill DeMott going to the top. He's looking around. He's looking for the fans to try to cheer him on or either he's really blown up and needs another breath or two. He's going to go up. He's going to give what he used to call the no laughing matter. Oh my God. He hit it. Here's cover one, two, three and general huge. What the fuck? Didn't he just win it? What the fuck's he doing again, Conrad? He's going to do it again. Yeah, he missed it the first time, so he's going to do it one more time. Raise his hand, or did the, did he kick out? He doesn't even know. Now the fans are going crazy. They're going nuts. Look at him, Conrad. Because the match is over, and he did one more just for good measure. Mm-hmm. He's really excited. Yep. Not as excited as Efren's going to be. And there you see the loser, the wall. Why are you so uncomfortable about Efren coming to visit? I'm, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm, Efren's one of our, Efren's one of our low-key big hogs, man. He's one of our buddies. I like him. Did you see what I, Efren I just, got for his car this week? Yeah. Are you you going to tell everybody? No, you go ahead and do that. Well, Efren is a longtime close personal friend of the show and one of our yeah. biggest fans over on Patreon and. We love Efren. We really do. He, uh, he got a personalized tag for his automobile. Yeah. And the tag reads. Well, wait a minute. WHW Tony. How about that? I'm honored. Yo, yo, yo. Who's in there? Motherfucker. There they go. Oh, Conan and animal getting into a skirmish right outside of a locker room. Conan wants to get in that locker room. Animal would not allow him. Open the door. What does your license plate say on your car, Conrad? I don't have a personalized plate. Personalized plates are for assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, Efren, Conrad said it. I didn't. Uh, I'm not the asshole he's after. Oh, would you please stop? What? He's getting a jelly donut stink face. I already promised him. No, really? Yeah. But you're going to have to administer it because I ain't. No, he wants it from Tony. His tag does not say WHW. Hey, hey. It says WHW Tony. See? Well, mine says WHW Lois. It was weird, too, because Scott told oh, me when he was really? making his hotel reservation, he yeah. didn't want a king bed. He wanted two queens. Yeah. I don't even know if they do that. 
Yeah. Weird. I don't know if they do that. Yeah. Uh, you always you always did like the natural born thrillers, didn't you? I love Sean O'Hare. Chuck Palumbo's more your speed. <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, because he's got that crazy hair you like. Okay. By the way, I feel like we need to set the record straight. We recently covered an old clash and we talked about a lot of people on that show. And, and one of the names that came up that Meltzer said was taking the Gulf War seriously, but you asked, what's he doing now? And we gave uh, an account of some trouble that Ranger Ross ran into. Right. Now I'm happy to report that his real name is Robert Ross. And he goes to the mission for life church in Kennesaw, where he is a minister and he's filled in a few times at that church. And he works with the youth at that church and he and his wife, Mickey are very, very active in the community and giving back to the less fortunate. And, uh, he's turned his life around and obviously he cites being a bank robber as a real low point in his life. Right. So I wanted to give a, a sort of happy ending, happy update on Ranger Ross. So everybody doesn't assume that he's still out running around robbing banks. That's not the right. Case. Right. Well, you know what? That that's great because he, his, I, I always look at people like that with a great deal of admiration because people like that have much more of a fulfillment of life than I do. Just giving back to others and helping people in need and, you know, have a higher calling. I, I, I admire that of him and his wife. I really do. Here they come. I'm pretty sure based on the content of our show, he will not be at one of our low key, big hog get togethers. I think, I think not, but that's fine. But you know, maybe we could convince him to come and pass out the jelly donuts. Uh, you go right back in the gutter. No, what people are going to eat breakfast when they're here. Right you... back in the motherfucking gutter. You go, why are you cursing on this show? <laughs> yeah. We won't want to curse on this motherfucking show. Uh, you're getting a little out of pocket here. Okay. Who would have thought out of all the people in the ring right now, that Charles Robinson, who at the time of this filming was 73 years old, would not be the first one to pass away. And it would in fact be Sean O'Hare. That's amazing, isn't it? It is. You know, I, I didn't tell you this, but I got to spend the day with little Nate a couple of weeks ago. Right, really? Yeah. They had a uh, house show down in Birmingham for SmackDown and he'd never uh, come to visit me, but I'd been to visit him dozens of times and he decided, you know what? I'm going to rent a car and ride up. So he did and spent the day and we went to dinner and had a big time. That's great. How's that uh, third facelift of his doing good? Uh, he still has his original face bad bull fucking shit. No, I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I'm not sold that the, uh, the blonde hair is a shoot, but he's still got his original face. Yeah. I don't buy that. You know, he told me too, and I didn't know this, that, uh, Jack Doan is no longer with the WWF and I guess, uh, or WWE, I guess I never really even noticed that. Well, neither did I. Cause I don't even know who Jack Doan is. God, I just fucking hate you sometimes. What? I don't. Jack Doan was a referee with the WWE from like 91. Okay. Through, I don't know. 
13, 14, 15. I just assumed he was still there just doing something backstage or whatever. All right. But no, he's gone. Well, isn't that a how do you do? You would recognize Jack Dawn if you saw him, I think. Really? I do. Okay. Used to take his pills for back problems. You did? Yeah, Dawn's pills. Oh, listen to this. I read about him at the library. How were you when you realized you hated people? <laughs> I don't hate. I love everybody. I love everybody. I love everybody. I love, I love you. First of all, I love Megan. I love, uh, I love Mick Foley. Whoa. I lo- whoa. Uh, hang on. I, hang I, on. I, I'm I, not finished. Hang on. How do we get from me, Megan to Mick Foley? I just, whatever pops in my brain. I road warrior animal. I love him. Uh, I love all the fans at ringside. I love all of our uh, people on Patreon. I love my children. I love uh, my next door neighbors. I love the people I work with at the radio station. I love the people I work with at the University of Georgia. I love the people with the Braves. You know, I just, I love the people I would see on TV. I love Republicans, Democrats. I love everybody. What about Evan Courageous? Yeah. Uh, No, fuck him. Whoa, look at this. Chuck Palumbo. Mark Jindrak was an interesting guy. I never, uh. He was a good kid. I, uh, I remember we were in, uh, and then this was uh, right before this, we were in Australia and he was on the trip with us and he was very interesting, a very nice kid, but I, I never thought that Mark really had that much of, I don't know who wilded out the most on those, uh, international tours when you're in Australia, besides Hoovy juice, yeah. who got the most buck wild? Well, I didn't hang out with the guy, so I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, you heard about it. No, I did not. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. I mean, I was, I was there in, I was there in Belgium when, uh, when Coco beware went ape shit and he cut that motherfucker. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. wow. Jim Troy, Jim Troy was the guy he cut. And allegedly it was over a, uh, a racial slur. Yeah, that it was. Yeah, that, I'm, that's what it was, but it was, they just, just had too much liquor in them. Is all just it was. so I'm clear. Yeah. Jim Troy, it sort of implied that maybe Coco Beware was Oriental. <laughs> no. Well, what was it? What did he say? No, I don't know. I don't know what he, I don't know what the exact, you were trying to get me that you're not putting words in my mouth there. Motherfucker. Why are you cursing me, Tony? Okay. Oh my God. I'm going to need me and you to fist bump and then drop double elbows on somebody at the low key big hog. Like we just saw Jim Drack and Stasiak do. That was about as corny as it comes, isn't it? Holy oh, shit. and then he licks his fingers and does the finger in the eye. These are all moves that Efren wants to do to you. <laughs> Would you please stop? What? Stop with are that you? shit. Stop. Dude, are you not going to be not- able to play gay chicken gay with Efren? Efren? No. That's what that's he what told me specifically. That's why he's coming. Well, then he, then he needs to stop. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's not a big deal. Oh my God. Bulldog him out of there. I'll do it. One, two, two count. I'm hugging Efren when I meet him. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to hug him too. I'm going to hug all of our low key big hogs. You're going to hug them or their hogs. (laughs) Yeah. You're Uh, going to do a little hashtag hog hugging. (laughs) Okay. What? See, you, you just, you're, we've got, can I mention some of our low key big hogs that we're going to have there? 
Can I just throw out some names of guys who who are our good buddy, all, all of our good buddies, but sure. who are going to be coming to to our low key big hog event? I mean, we just have. I mean, we got our buddy from Trav, buddy Travis Langley, who's going to be there, and Travis is from uh, in Canada, up in Canada. This is this uh, is this is riveting radio right now. Yeah, I know. We got, we got uh, tell Jimmy, tell Jimmy them whose birthday it is, huh? <laughs> yeah. We okay. Uh, we've got uh, Kevin Nall who's going to be with us. Kevin's four time All American, Florida State University. Uh, Dustin Huffman's going to be with us. Ken Hunter, Brian Graham, Joe Santiago going to be with us. Justin Davis, Tim Clements. There you go, David Weatherford, Bart Sarin. Bart's a good kid. Paul Bromwell will be there. Efren's going to be there. Travis Riley. So there. Just a few. A handful of the guys going to be joining us in the middle of March. Part of Patreon being with us. And you can be too by going to Patreon forward slash WHW Monday. Hang on. How do you know how to do that? But then when I say, Tony, what are you wearing? You think I'm trying to make a jack off video. I, because I, I, I don't know how to take you sometimes, you know, what does that mean? What, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? You want to know what that means? I'll tell you what that means. That means that everything that I like, you shit on. That's not true. Well, yes. I do. You, okay. You you spent the entire podcast last week shitting on Downton Abbey. No, that's not true. Hell, yes, it is. Well, Absolutely. I didn't plan on having a fight with you today, but we've all been there. <laughs> oh, come on. We're having a good time. I got it over, and, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I know you did. We've all been there. It's now a, a top shirt over at boxagamex.com. Rumor and innuendo is there's a big booty Judy shirt coming over there. Wow. How about that? And maybe even a, a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> that one will fly off the shelves, so to speak. Allegedly. Allegedly. So uh, two and three quarter stars is what this match is going to get here. Hmm. That's uh, a little bit more than I thought this match would have gotten. What did the previous match get? The uh, the wall and half a star. Yeah. Up next, though, is Chavo Jr. and Rey Mysterio Jr. Oh, good. Thank they, God. Then we'll have Rick Steiner and Dustin Rhodes. Then we'll have Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger taking on Brian Adams. Mm. And then the Cat and Lance Storm, which should be awesome. Mm-hmm. Canyon, DDP, DDP and Jarrett, Scott Steiner, Kevin Nash. Ah. How many matches were on this card anyway? 34. It doesn't feel like any more than 35, my friend. So what's Lois doing in the background? I hear. No, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's lady, lady Matilda in the background. I know, who, I know who it was. Asshole. Lois is, uh, she's not here right now. That's lady Matilda. Hello, sweetheart. Uh, well, yeah, just, just pet your dog, uh, for the rest of the show. No, I mean, no, no, I, just listen, tell everybody how soft she is, what it feels like, what she smells like. That's what we're doing now. We're just petting no, dogs. No, like, we're not just petting dogs. Last week was fucking downtown Abbey. This week no. is the kennel. Can I, 
we're watching a match here. We're watching uh, who's in the ring here? Your mom. <laughs> Old Mama Shivani. She's out there trying to gum one. Which one do you think Mama Shivani would have favored the most in this entire ring, and why is it Charles Robinson? Uh, because uh, she was Charles Robinson's age. She's a sucker for Charles's hair. That's right. By the way, you know how you can tell that it's Charles Robinson's phone? How? George Michael cover. I I do need to say this. Uh, Charles Robinson would, he had to use a lot of either hairspray or gel, didn't he? No, that's all natural, man. No product for him. Come on. There's no way hair could stay like that. All natural. He'll do anything to it. Best hair in refereeing. Can't even deny that. No. No. Steve Armstrong wouldn't even deny that. Scott Armstrong wouldn't deny it. You just like saying Armstrongs. <laughs> Apparently. Till I get the right one. Oh. Listen, uh, I, I know this match got two plus stars, but th- this match not a good at all. Let me ask you about this. It's not. The observer you, you, would you say... Know- you know why this match is not good at one of the reasons? Because you're calling it. Well, yeah. That's probably a big reason at the time. But but seriously, all these guys look the same. They're the same size. They all got dark hair. They It's it's hard to distinguish them. It really is. What should they have done? One of them uh, no. cut, cut them cut their feet off to be a little shorter. Oh, that would have been a smart thing to do, you dumbass. But no, they just all, they're just big. They shouldn't have been booked together. They just, why, why are you so mad at me? I'm I, because you, you said something to smart ass, like cut their feet off. <laughs> well, you said they're the same height. Like there's <laughs> anything they can do about that. You short fucker. <laughs> just, I mean, why not? I, they just, all right. Why are they all the same height? <laughs> They're just the same. I just all hate four, everybody. One, two, three, thank God it's fucking over. I hate everybody, and I hate WCW, and I hate the Natural Born Thrillers, and I hate Conrad. I don't. <laughs> I only like Efren because he pays me. <laughs> I don't hate everybody. And I don't hate you, but the broadcast is not over yet. Hey, who would be more disappointed if Lois actually came to low-key big cog get together here in Huntsville you or Lois uh Lois would I think you'd have more fun without her and that's the reason you're saying nah she ain't coming because you don't want her to come no I do want her to come well I hear she hasn't in years and there's a one two three ladies and gentlemen your winner the natural born thrillers she hasn't been to my house in years Lois hasn't been to your house in about a year well there you go yeah. Well, people want to say that my gimmick is not a good gimmick, but I want to let you guys know that my gimmick as the natural Dustin Rhodes is a hell of a gimmick. And I'm going to be resting long after most of you motherfuckers are gone. I'm going to make more money than you motherfuckers. And not only that, I saw Terry Boatwright naked. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, motherfucker. Why can't I look in the camera? Why don't you want me to look in the camera? I'm not supposed to look in the camera. That's how I learned to do TV promos in the camera. I think pay-per-views are too long. I think this one is. (laughs) 
Yes, I would agree. Tony. Now we're going to get some action here. Hey, you know, I've seen uh, Ray's doing a, a lot of work now for the WWE. Uh, and I think he just, uh, he's still fucking lights out, isn't he? Looks better Here's than ever, man. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Better than ever is right. And it's amazing because, you know, he did so many great things. And he did so many high-risk maneuvers. He had so many knee problems. You would think that his longevity in the ring, would, that he, he wouldn't have a, a long career, but he'd, he'd, he's ended up having a great career. It's amazing. And this, you know, uh, uh, again, I just... I, I don't like Rey Mysterio with the horns and the coming out with the the jeans you know I like Ray being Ray Mysterio Jr but here's your cruiserweight champ man by any means necessary Chavo Guerrero Jr can't say anything bad about it because I don't want him to get pissed off at me that's true Boy, Road Warrior Animal and Rey Mysterio. That's a match nobody ever thought they wanted. <laughs> and there was a good reason. Why? Because they didn't want it. Uh. Jesus. Horn stuck on top of your head. All right, we're in, we're in uh, for a pretty good treat here, I think. Since we've been talking about referee's hair, check that out, would you? Fire engine red. Dude, the horns. I know. I'm stuck on the horns. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like, God almighty. Ray is, uh, if you've seen him lately, and I know you have, it's really up the ante on the, on the tattoos. Uh, he looks better than ever, though, for real. Oh, I know he does. Yeah, his body, it's, he's in shape. His physique, you're absolutely right. It, it, he does look better than ever. And still goes out there and does his, his shit, man. You know, a lot of guys after, I mean, okay, how old is Ray right now? Do you know without doing a search how old Ray is? He's obviously in his 40s. But guess, though, because I think it'll be less than you think. I was thinking like 45. Final answer? 45. 44, he'll be 45 this year. Okay. Well, I mean, you were right on it. Yeah. What I'm saying is for they, sometimes guys get in their middle of forties, man. They just, they don't do the shit they used to do, but he still does. And it's amazing to me. It just really is. Look at that stuff. Now they, they kind of may have messed that up a little bit, but it still looked pretty good. So let's talk about what's going on in WCW at this time. Okay. Came out on the observer that WCW may change its plans once again this week, this time with Eric Bischoff, perhaps deciding against a shutdown in April. Bischoff's thoughts were based on the idea that he didn't want to present a stale product and allow the fans to get more apathetic by basically struggling along with no storylines and no starts until the planned relaunch in May. 
Most likely the ratings from the past week may have played a part in the decision because if the ratings would have held at a steady two and a half level to build for a relaunch, it would have been acceptable. But when the 212 rating came in, tying for the record low for a live nitro in a regular time slot, which is 2.08, that was no longer an acceptable level to stay at or even probably drop from since the storyline they were building toward, for better or worse, required keeping some of the biggest stars on the sidelines for nearly two more months. Uh, what do you think about, you know, obviously none of this happened, but had they stayed around, were you for or against the idea of WCW quote unquote going dark? I was for it. I was for going dark, shutting down, coming out with a whole new, a whole new thing, a whole new look, a whole new everything. Really, really, you were for just going home and getting paid to do nothing and really committing to the Shivani gimmick. No, I wouldn't because, you know, realistically, because I, I, I know I, I, I thought that was the best thing to do, but then I thought, you know, am I going to get paid? <laughs> that was the next thing I thought of. And I didn't know. And I kind of, I kind of stayed out of it. I really did to the point to where at this time I'm thinking, you know what? It's either going to happen or it's not. And, and I got to stop worrying about it. Cause I, I just worried till I was sick. Meltzer would say the current storyline is to virtually eliminate the top baby faces from the roster to present diamond Dallas page as the last major survivor against Scott Steiner on the March 18th pay-per-view in Jacksonville. If there is no shutdown, most likely either on that show or perhaps on the nitro, the next night in Gainesville shoot the big angle that was planned for early April, by having the new owners take over and foil Ric Flair's plans by bringing back all the big stars. Bill Goldberg, Sting, Kevin Nash, Booker T, possibly Hulk Hogan, and others, if deals can be made. Hmm. Of course, the idea here is uh, a shutdown would have enabled the company to show up with a new set, new look, and new talent, and somewhat make another attempt at a fresh start after numerous similar failures over the prior two years. At this point, it looks like the plan is to be change the look of the show in either May or June, if it's possible, but without taking a break. The money aspect regarding not running being a financial drain isn't as big a deal as one would think, because at this point, company losses just of just doing nitros due to the production costs, as well as road shows, which is why they don't do road shows. So by not doing them, it's actually short-term savings. Right. So that's sort of weird, but instead of going on the road to make money, WCW was going on the road to lose money. So stop going on the road and losing money and it won't be that bad. Yeah. Well, you know that Eric was always a proponent of that. So was I. It ceased becoming an arena business. It has. And now you, you need to tell me this, how much, because I don't know, I really don't, because I don't read about it. Uh, how much does the WWE go on tour now with uh, house every, shows? Every weekend, two loops, SmackDown loop and a raw loop every weekend. Yep. You know, one time, you know, you used to work every day, as you know, spot shows during the week big arena shows during the weekend. They do that. Now it's called raw and SmackDown during the week. And raw has a Friday night house show. Saturday is the start of the SmackDown house show. So raw will go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, SmackDown will go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. So basically, uh, they have Wednesday, Thursday off. Yes. For travel days. Okay. Now raw, raw has, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. SmackDown has Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Right. So everybody gets three days off, but I mean, you're counting your travel days to sure. 
include that. Right. But it, you know, it's, I can remember back when I started, they worked every day and that was, it, the business was, was you got, different. you guys fucking went to school uphill both ways in the snow. Barefoot. No, no, we, no, listen, they, they used to, they, the, the guys back in the day in the Crockett days used to work Asheville, North Carolina, three o'clock on Sunday, Charlotte, North Carolina, eight o'clock Sunday night. They used to do double shots Saturday, sometimes uh, Sunday, sometimes on, on Saturday. So it, and of course they didn't have health care, and they, they had to get there on their own dime. And it was just the, well, the world was different back then. Sure. Let me, you know, you, you're reading about all that, the potential shutdown and reopen, then it never did happen. I, at this, at this time, uh, completely removed myself from, from any of the rumor and innuendo of what was going to happen to the business. Let's say that you, let's say that you and I trade pl- traded places. All right, hypothetically speaking, had you been in my position, would you have read the dirt sheets? Would you have kept up with all the rumor and innuendo, or would you have done exactly like I would have done? Just said, "Fuck it, I'm shielding myself. The less I hear, the better." And it, when it happens, it's going to happen. No, I would have kept up with the dirt sheets, and I would have made sure that uh, as soon as the writing was on the wall, I had made inroads other places and had some soft spot to land. I made sure I had a golden parachute, if you will. Well, I didn't have a golden parachute, but I did have somewhere to land. Uh, I just, I just, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't read that stuff. I, I just, I didn't want to hear it. I just, it just bummed me out so much that, you know, the, the, the unknown, the potential and the rumors in the, you would hear in the back from everybody. Oh, we're going to close. No, Eric's going to pull it out. We're going to shut down. No, you know, just, you hear so much stuff. You don't know what to believe and who to believe. I just didn't want, I just, I I felt I had a happier life removed from it. I felt I was a better father and a better husband. If I didn't bring that shit home with me. Uh, and sometimes I question whether I should have been more active in that. I'm not sure. Meanwhile, these two kids are cutting it up in the ring and now outside of the ring here. Yeah. We're talking over a really good match here. Probably one of the better matches on the show. I feel weird making fun of a good match. So we're just laying out here. These guys get three and a half stars, Chavo and Ray Mysterio, and they get uh, nearly 16 minutes to do it. Yeah. We're going to see a, uh, a chair shot to the head in this match, which is probably not something you expect in a Mysterio Guerrero match, but it's coming anyway. Chavo is an inbred. <laughs> Did you see that sign? Good God. Oh, what the hell? What's he going to do? Try to put an old Ray Mysterio mask back on him? Well, there you go. Have you watched uh, Ray's matches on SmackDown the last three weeks? I watched, uh, I watched his match he had against, uh, what do they call him now? Almas? Yeah. Yeah, I watched I watched some of that. That was pretty pretty freaking cool. I can't believe you're watching wrestling again. I'm gonna pat myself on the back over here. Well, I actually wanted to when I know Almas is wrestling, I know Zelina's gonna be around, so that's kinda where I watch. When did you know you were a horny old man? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, serious business. Sometimes <laughs> when you turn your webcam off. 
I assume you're watching porn. Is that true no. or false? No, no. I just, uh, you know, there was a time where your webcam didn't work. Yeah. And so I just assumed that. And I, and I've, you know what I've, I've, I've discovered. I think the connection is clear when I just do not use the webcam. No, I agree. Which is why I don't use it. Yeah. Now, Ray, go do some great shit here, man. A Ura Carana. One, two, or a Frankensteiner, if you will. And or, a two as, count. as Flair calls it, I have a Corona. <laughs> oh, God bless him. I really appreciate him being on our show with our Gene Okerlund show, which, by the way, is in the archives. We're very proud of it. Um, but it meant a lot that Rick would join us on this show. Look at this, man. He's told me he's regretted it ever since. I'm sure he has. He said, I'm not putting over that stupid fucker, Tony Schiavone, ever again. <laughs> really? He said, if, if, if you want me to come on your show, you need to have somebody with real talent like Martin yeah. Madden. Yeah. Well, next time you talk to Pop-Pop, tell him he should probably go ahead and put that stupid fucker over because I did a lot of putting stupid fucker overs during my day. Stupid fucker overs. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a shirt next week. <laughs> stupid fucker overs. <laughs> Available now at Walmart. Yeah, hey, there's a lot of people being fucked over in the business around this time. No, there wasn't. Everybody's yeah, making a bunch all- of cash and not giving look, a shit. Look, Mostly you. Look, let me let me t- let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, my man. Let me tell you something. The business. Oops. Back in old '78, my Peter done locked up on me. You hear me? Wow. How about that? The fact is he could really hurt himself on that miss move right there. The business has historically been a bad business. It has, it historically has been a bad business with conniving, politically motivated, underhanded people, either working up top or running the business. It's never, and that does not, that does not blank. It's not blanket statement. doesn't mean everybody there's been great people in the business. But it always has, it has always been not a good business. And I've had, I've had sons that said, man, I'd like to get into wrestling. And I would say, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Now I know things have changed since then. What about with, uh, MLW? Do you think that's the case at MLW? What's a bad business? Yeah. No, I do not. No, I do not. But I've got the taste in my mouth of, I mean, look, one of our buddies, Colonel Robert Parker, right? Rob Fuller, right? He tells me the story, and I don't, I can't name names because I don't remember the names. But he said back in the day, and we're talking about back when his, I don't know, father, granddaddy, or whatever. He said a lot of times territories were taken over at gunpoint. They would go in and say, "You're not, you're no longer running wrestling here." That's just the way it was. So I'm just saying, historically, it's never really been a, a good business. But there, again, there are some good people. There's you. Uh, and I'm, as much as you want to deny it, you're in the wrestling business. I There's am not in the wrestling I'm a fan. You are in the motherfucking wrestling business. Stop. Oh, why do you say that? I don't work for a major company. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, Conrad Thompson, Inc. Oh. Okay. Uh, and, uh, well, they go. Holy shit, man. By the way, uh, 
amazed every time I see them do shit like that. A lot of big feedback last week about Josh, the dick dancer. Really? Do you have any feedback about Josh, the dick dancer? No, I did not. Yeah. But you did, huh? Well, I was told that he said Probably Josh himself, right? Nope. Not at all. None. In fact, was he mad at you for talking about him? No, I didn't hear from him. Okay. Well, you're probably a better man for it. But I, I did get a, I, get, I did get a, a DM. Uh-huh. Well, change the names to protect the innocent here. Okay. Please just finished WHW. Gotta say, I'm pretty sure Josh, the dick dancer was selling cocaine in the men's room Friday night in the Springs. Oh my God. And I said, no way. And he said, must've been some other reason he followed dudes into the men's room all night. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I, was oh, like, I don't, didn't need I don't think that's true. Oh. I don't need to hear this shit. What about cocaine? What was I talking about? About cocaine? No, I was not. I was talking about, I was talking about, uh, the shady parts of the business. It's, oh. and they're, they're great there. I mean, you and court Bowers, good guy. Yeah. I know the guys. I'm sure uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are all good guys. I don't know anybody that uh, anybody in uh, TNA or or whatever they got. Uh, I met Billy Corgan. He's a good guy. Uh, so you know it's uh, it's probably getting better. Got good people running it now. But back in the day, it wasn't always like that. Can I, uh, can I bring up something that I wasn't sure if I was going to bring up or not, but since we're not going to make fun of this match, because it's really good. Right. We got time. Hmm. Sure. It's not going to be pleasant. You're going to be mad. All right. Can I bring, I mean, can I do it though? You want to do it now? Yeah. Okay. Got a DM over the weekend. Oh boy. Hey brother Conrad. Hope all is well with you. I was trained by the wild Samoans, not going to name names, but one of the family members who drew money told me that they didn't like Tony Schiavone, which is crazy because I'm a fan of his and the show. And I defended you and man, and I'm starting to wonder did I back the wrong horse here. No, you hadn't backed the wrong horse, you stupid motherfucker, you. Why are you being mean to me? I'm being mean to you because it's a, it's bullshit. Well, is that why you, I mean, you're, you're telling me you won't make out with Efren. Right. And Efren what, is, what, is. What does that have to do with anything? What? what do you. Oh God, I'm not going to address that. What do you, what the fuck are you on today? I'm reading a fucking what? DM. Yeah. Well, you know, fuck that guy with the DM. Do you I don't even know any of the wild Samoans. I've never met him. Never met him. Ever. I don't think that's true. I do. You never met a Samoan wrestler. No, I didn't. I'm talking about the wild Samoans. Okay. But is that a family member? God, I'm not going to address that. 
We're going to rehabilitate you, Tony. You no, know, I got your rehabilitation right here between my legs. Fuck you. You do like potted meat. Yeah, I do like potted meat. But you won't play with Efren. No, I won't play with Efren. It's not adding up, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I think it adds up. It's fun to get you stirred up. <laughs> You're always in such a happy mood. Hey, guess, guess who's calling right now? <laughs> Who? Dave Silva, you're live on what happened when with Tony Schiavone. Well, hello, you. How are Fuck you? you? Fuck you, Dave. He, uh, <laughs> Tony's in a bad mood and he says, fuck you. So I guess I got to go. We, so I don't know that we're going down the right path. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, we're going to have to put a wall up between us and you right now, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of the wall, he had a terrible match on super brawl revenge against humorous. Oh God. Hey, so tell Tony and just set the record straight. Cause you're, you're involved in this. You've seen the conversations Okay. true or false. We promised Efren, one of our favorite low key, big hog members. Yes. That Tony would give him a jelly donut stink face. Of course. See? That, that was in the fine print of the Loki Big Hall weekend. I got your fine print You're right here, Silva. Face. Okay. Tony's having an aneurysm. We got to go. <laughs> We're desperately out of time, Dave. <laughs> Call me later. Uh, I, I think he agrees. All right. He just that time for our next match. He just texted me. That's a shoot. So he believes the rumor and innuendo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. Really? <laughs> Last week we, we revealed I, that I didn't remember that Rick Steiner was a U.S. heavyweight champion. He didn't either. <laughs> oh, how about those belts? That's in a, the stands. Uh, yeah. Those are shitty. Yeah, those are like gimmick belts, right? Aren't all you know? belts gimmicks? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, for instance, I got a friend of mine, uh, Adam Gillespie. Oh, God. Who's, okay. Yeah, you met Adam at our at our show in uh, in Atlanta. And uh, Adam uh, went to a WWE event and bought a belt for 400 bucks. Um. But I'm, I'm thinking the belts that you see now here back in 2001 in the stands were like those ones you could get at like, you know, they were made of plastic. That wouldn't be one. Wouldn't Hang be on. One. Some of your favorite women are made of plastic. I won't <laughs> let you get on here and disparage the good goddamn name of plastic. <laughs> wow. Just doesn't doesn't remind you of the days of the Steiner brothers, does it? Or the natural Dustin Rhodes. No, it just I just I just we just uh it was very apparent why we were losing ratings. Let me just tell you, at this point, two thousand one, I greatly preferred Gold Dust to Dustin Rhodes. Right. 
but now I think I'd, I'd welcome a return as the natural Dustin Rhodes. You mean in 2019? Yeah. I mean, he, he's got like, uh, he's the bionic man now. He's, I think he's got uh, new knees and the whole deal. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, you know, everything wears out as welcome and you always need to see change and you always need to try to do something different. But are, are and, we trying, is this the pitch you're going to give Lois about coming to Vegas? <laughs> I, it might work. Who knows? That's not a bad, not a bad idea. Just so you're clear school board members beating up the sheriff right now. Yeah. In real life, school board member, sheriff, well, deputy sheriff. Right. I think there probably should be a lot of parents who watch this and say, shit, man, whatever he wants to do, I'm, I'm behind him. I'll tell you this. If, if I knew that Rick Steiner was in a power position at my school, I would wear shirts that said, bite me every day. <laughs> Cause he technically can't say shit. No, exactly. Right. And then whenever uh, he would start talking to me just to be a dick, I'd have to go. Ar, ar, ar. Yeah. And then he, then when he got belligerent, I just throw a couple of Sharpies up on the, on the desk. I ain't doing that. I'll tell you what, it's no wonder you're worried about getting butt fucked all the time. Running that mouth at Sid, throwing Sharpies at the Stein oh, brothers. Stop. I didn't run my mouth about Sid at all. Yes, you did. I did. No, I fucking didn't. I told you he's it, coming to Starcast, right? Yeah, I hope he does because I want to see him because I was one of the, I was one of the few people that were very nice to him in the back. Oh, uh, I didn't tell him that you were nice. Oh, I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you didn't. He called you a stupid little fucking oaf or something the other day on the phone. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. A stupid little fucking oaf. I know he didn't. You know why I know? Why? Because he didn't even know what the fucking word oaf means. Oh, so now you're calling him dumb? What? Two, two counts. Say that a little louder. Two count. No, that said's dumb. I no, you said that. I didn't. You said he doesn't know what the you, word oaf means. Well, I don't even know what the word oaf means. Y'all got mirrors over there. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> oaf is a stupid, uncultured or clumsy person. Oh, it's like a barbarian, a Neanderthal, a churl, a clown, a gawk, a hulk, a blumpkin, a yokel. I actually said bumpkin, but I just wanted to say blumpkin. Thank God for Google, huh? What the fuck? You don't think I knew what oaf meant? I used it in the uh, sentence. Fuck you, Googled it. O-A-F. Easy Google. <laughs> Easy Google. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Google. I'm going to do that all the time. I'm just going to start yelling at people. Oh, easy Google. Oh, wait. And spell the word. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. No, I'm not. If I am, you made me this way. Wait, are you suggesting right now? Yes. Okay. That I was a nice guy before I met you. Absolutely. By the way, I just saw, uh, a great tweet here, disgraced sportscaster that could make more money from live shows and podcasting, but insists on continuing to call baseball at Brockmeyer IFC is loosely based on Tony Schiavone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Disgraced. I haven't been disgraced. you you try to disgrace me every week. Whoa. You haven't been disgraced. Don't you remember what you did to Mick Foley? You, you call that disgrace? Yeah. 
You killed the whole company. Oh yeah. Doing my job. Your job, your job was to kill the company. No, my job was to do what I was told to do. Okay. So if your job was to jump off a bridge, you'd do that. No, because I wouldn't have lived to be able to make the money. Well, I killed your wrestling career. Just yeah. saying. Man, who gives a fuck? Oh, you're just, you're just in an ill mood today. <laughs> no, this might be our worst episode of what happened when ever. I don't think it is, to be honest with you. I well, think we're having a lot of fun. No, nothing will be as bad as your Stone Cold Steve Austin show. That really? fucking killed the town. Really? Oh, my God. That was episode what, like three? And now we're like in episode 107 or 106? Last week is the only time I ever wanted to quit, though. Yeah, I know, because you don't like culture. I don't like culture. You don't yeah. even know what a fucking oaf is or how okay. to say the word library. And you're talking yeah. to me about culture. Yeah. yeah. Here you get pissed off about somebody talking. Let me be very honest with you. Okay. You get pissed off about people living in these big expensive houses. Well, I do not. On the most expensive side of town. What are you talking about? Having maids work for them at all times. You get pissed off of that. You got mirrors in your house. But hang on. I was getting mad about, look, I'm telling you that Downton Abbey, if you fast Wait. forward Downton Abbey, Downton Abbey was from, from world war one. If you fast forward to 2019, you know where Downton Abbey would be. It would be your house in Huntsville. So hang don't on. go. All right. First of all, I don't appreciate you calling my wife a whore. All right. <laughs> I probably... I didn't say that. Where did no, you get that? Because downtown Abbey is clearly a lady of the night. Downtown no. Abbey. This is like something my grandpa would have said. Hey son, uh, you've been married a little while now. Have you had to go downtown to see Abbey yet? Like that's what that is, right? It's a horse show. <laughs> it is not. Look at Dustin Rhodes. First of all, Tony Schiavone's watching it and advocating for it. And it says yeah. downtown insert girl's name here. It's clearly about prostitution. Uh, would you please stop? Oh God. What, what, what are you talking about? Maids? I don't have one, two. Oh, I don't have plural maids. Really? <laughs> Go ahead. Really? No, listen, you know okay. what? You, you know what? You don't see at my house. This is real talk. Yeah. Dog hair. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Cause you know what? I worked hard for my shit and I take care I, of it. I know you did. I know you did. I, don't, I don't fucking work this hard to come home to a dirty ass house. I don't. Well, I'm not like you. All right. You signed up for just a life of leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mad at me that your fucking pickers broke. That's, that's gotta be a shirt. <laughs> life of leftovers. <laughs> Book it. The Tony, the Tony Schiavone story. A lot of leftovers. The Tony Schiavone story. Now available on Netflix. Oh Dude, my God. by the way, I had multiple people in the entertainment industry reach out and say, I would love, I would seriously love to work at Tony Schiavone is 60 and miserable. <laughs> I got producers, showrunners, a writer. People are sign like they're re- I don't have any fucking time. As you know, I barely have time for half the jobs I have now, I can't add any more, but 
there have been multiple people who want to work on a, a little series about your life and about just yeah. how miserable you are. Like you're like I'm a modern a- George Costanza, Larry David had a baby that's somehow shorter and hairier and angrier. Well, I'm, I'm not a miserable person. That that is a fallacy. That's something no, that you, it's not. That's I, something that you have tried to create each no. and every week we do the show. Wow, look at that. I'm gonna call your fucking kids right now. <laughs> Please don't. I'm doing it right now. No, don't call my fucking kids. Oh, fuck you. Okay, watch out. He's got the microphone here. Yeah, and I I got the phone. Chris Shivani. Oh, Lord. He's he's working right now. Oh, he's not. He's a Shivani. He's barely, I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, thank God we only got about an hour in the show. I'm not really calling him. I wouldn't do that. So what happened this week on Downtown Abbey? Uh... She slurp a couple. <laughs> she gum a few. <laughs> I mean, it's a prostitution show, right? It's not. It's not. Well, why does it say downtown? Like that has a uh, bad implication. Yeah. I can't learn you nothing. That's it. Can't learn you nothing. So, uh, just so I'm clear here, yeah. Dustin is about to get a running start the yep. deputy sheriff and he's going to kick the school board in the balls. That's what he's going to do. Oh, that's what he's going to do. By the way, I just got my United States belt back. I loaned it to a friend. He yeah. said he wanted to borrow it for the weekend. Wow. He kept it three months. Yeah. It's probably so that obviously is not a friend. It's probably covered in DNA now. <laughs> Oh God. What are we seeing here, Tony? We're seeing nature boy, Ric Flair talking to Lance storm. What do you think he's doing? Giving him promo advice. No, he was asking about, is he seen, um, what major guns is boobs look like when she takes her top off. Well, golly, man, you're really horned what? out. You should crank one out right now. Just so we can get this out of your system. No, I just, Hey, Hey, serious <laughs> business. Oh boy. Loki big hog weekend. Can you do a, a live Bluetooth demonstration? I don't think so. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to have Dave Silva follow you around and we're going to call it the crotch cam and he's going to have a camera fixed on the crotchal area of your pants. And the minute he gets any movement, we're going to cut the feed to the projector and it's going to go live to the crotch cam. And then I am going to be in the background ready to. Hit the theme music. You're in the loop on that. How, uh, cause you know that. How do you think of this shit? When that thing, when that thing gets to getting it, we got to have a theme for it. Yeah. Well, I don't think that thing does tricks. Does it? Can it do tricks? Stop it. I mean, I met all them boys. I mean, it can. Do you realize that you are unique? Yeah. You have enhanced my life and ruined my life all in the same breath. At the same damn time. (laughs) At the same damn time. Total package Lex Luger, baby. Hey, you know what? Why have we not thought of your nickname? Like, 
If he's the total package, Lex Luger, you could be the baby package, Tony Schiavone. Yeah. The decent size package, Tony Schiavone. Dude, that's a hell of a name. The decent size package. What well, we call Buff Bagwell, Mr. Starcast Two. How about fuck off? Why, why, are, just, you, why are you trying to stir that up? I, I don't know. Just trying to. No, you're trying to be a dick. No. Uh, why would Why would anybody on this podcast try to be a dick? Not me. I don't get it. I don't get it. Either. All I've ever done is love and support you. <laughs> Thank you very much. True or false? What? I'm just saying your life can be divided into two sections before Conrad and after Conrad boom BC AC. Yeah. It's like AC DC, except it rocks a little more. That's right. Oh my God. So let's go, let's go back to the matches here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about buff Bagwell and Lex Luger's match. That's what the people want to hear. Do this promo for them. Okay, I just want to say that the man to my right here is one of my longtime close personal friends. We're going to send him to Las Vegas. Woo! Yes, we are. Ha-ha. You know and what? also, when he comes back from Las Vegas, we're going to send him to, well, is there going to be a StarCast 3? We may send him there, too. Okay? We may send him there, but watch out. Watch out. I got to turn and look away from the cameras like a dumbass. There we go. Now they're being serious. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Is that what they're saying? Fuck you. Yes. God. How do we let them get away with this stuff? I'm glad that we had this talk because I just texted Lex and asked him to come to StarCast. Did you? Yeah. That's great. You said we're sending him to Vegas. And I was like, man, that's a great call. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. I think, uh, Lex deserves it. Rumored innuendos. You're going to be there all weekend. Yes. I will be there all weekend. Is Lois just going to do a run in or she can be there all weekend. Uh, I don't know what she's going to do. I I can't speak for her. I wish I could. I wish I could tell you, yeah, Lois is going to be there, but I can't. Oh, I know she'll be there. It's a matter of how long. I'm just going to tell her that they've got an exhibit out there where you can punch Cam Newton in the balls. <laughs> she'll be, she'll the be first, there then. She'll be the first plane there. <laughs> she gets a uh, Ric Flair chop, Nancy Pelosi. She's on her way. Ric Flair chop, Nancy Pelosi. Do what? Yeah. If I tell her that you can, that, Hey, if you come to Vegas that weekend, you can, Punch Cam Newton in the balls and Ric Flair chop Nancy Pelosi at this special exhibit. She'll be there. Yeah, she'd be there. Okay, so what? Here we are talking, and these fuckers are still in the ring talking. Give me a fucking match. But, Uh, I mean, in fairness, wouldn't you rather watch them talk than watch them wrestle? Yeah, maybe so. Okay. What's great is with the Buff Bagwell promo, we're watching it with the sound down. Right. Which, I mean, you can really use your imagination. What do you think he's saying right now? Uh, he said, if you like to, you can join me with babydick.com. Oh, that's my right. God. Man, you're just really mean to him. What did he ever do to you? I don't know. What did he ever do to you? I've never said a crossword about him. Oh, I know you haven't. 
But what did he ever do to you? Anything? No. Yeah. Well, well, where do you keep trying to like uh, infer I something? I don't know. It's it's one of the it's one of the great mysteries of of the wrestling business in 2018. I don't think it's a mystery. I think everything everybody needs to know is already out there. Okay. All right. Thank God. You're still not done with it. You got something else you want to say? I can just tell. No, I don't. All right. So here we go. All right. Uh, this should be a a clinic. Lex Luger, Buff Bagwell. They're not going to be taking on chronic. Instead, they're going to be taking on Brian Adams. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody where Brian Clark is. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> ah, the storyline is that Clark was attacked when he went to get medical clearance on a swerve set up by Landstorm. Mm-hmm. The lights went out as a guy. Supposedly, Brian Clark ran out to help Adams, but he was clocked with a chair and laid down face first. It was clear it wasn't Clark, which was about the only thing decent about the match, except it was kept short. Some heat, the, fl- the fake Clark attacked Adams, and it was revealed to be Mike Awesome. The real Clark came out with his clothes all, clothes all torn up while this was going on. Luger racked items and then Bagwell pinned him after a blockbuster, a quarter of one star. Mm. And it looks like most of it's in the dark. And I guess you should have stayed in the dark, right? Oh, there you go. Lights come on. I mean, really, wouldn't that be the best kind of dark match ever? Yes, it would. Legit turn the lights off. Yeah. So that's basically, we got two on one. Now this is Mike awesome or yeah, it's Mike awesome. Who's face first. Oh my God. What should, but should have been a great high spot, double DDT. And it was so shitty and no one, oh fuck. Well, guess what? That's, that's a nut shot. Number 45 of this show. I, you know what? I, I just think we were nutshot happy, man. I know I've talked about this before on our podcast, but we it just you, you, it, it it meant it just was terrible. It was cheap shit. Nut shot happy, he says. That's what we were. Everybody got a nut shot. We just saw Dustin kick Rick Steiner in the nuts, and now we saw Buff Bagwell with a nut shot. I just I don't know. I just I just thought we did too much of it. I really can't believe that you're saying we were not shot happy. We were. We absolutely were. We were not shot happy. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to about the rest of this show here? We ran through the whole card earlier for me, it's cat and Lance storm. Really? Yeah, man. Every time cat does something, it's. Hilarious to me. You know what? I'm going to invite him to start this right now. Yeah. Why don't you let me call him? <laughs> you know, good and damn well. You're never calling nobody. Uh, I've already, I've already been in contact with him actually, but I didn't invite him to Starcast because I, I don't have that authority. You do now. Uh, you, you're empowered. You're, you're the, you're the, um, 
deputy sheriff of Starcast. I've, I've been knighted. Yes, <laughs> I've been knighted in the in. I've been in the library of uh, Thompson Abbey, and I've been knighted. So I can call him. Do I? Should I work out the? Should I work out all the arrangements? Do. Well, I mean, I just texted him. He told me to do it, so I did. But if you got anybody else you want to invite, I think you should invite him right now, live on the air. Okay. Uh, let's see. We should probably have uh, just Scott Hall. I already did that one. All right. How about Kevin Nash? I already did that one. All right. Well, shit. Uh, Landstorm. You know what? That's a good one. Okay. He, uh, he turned me down last time. Did he really? Yeah. What was his reasoning? Just nah, you know, things. I'm messaging him right now though. It's a good call. Yeah. Okay. Lance, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go way back here. Uh, let's get, uh, you know, we had him in our show in Charlotte. Let's get David Crockett to come. Already got him. He's in. Oh, good. Good. Oh, shit. That was a spoiler. Wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's see who else we could invite. Deborah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Boatwright. Mm-hmm. Medusa. Yeah, she's probably in. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see who else. Um, Ernest Miller's in. Ernest Miller in. Good. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, it's some of the guys you don't see much of, you know, on the circuit. Hey, how about The Rock? Dwayne Johnson. You know, he didn't respond. Really? Yeah. How about uh, Jesse Ventura? I'd love to have him, but I don't know his number. Do you have his number? Uh... No, I had it at one time, but I haven't had it since like, since he left, since he became governor, but I know where I could get it. You want me to try to get running down? I think it'd be great. You know, cause he, Hey, line of line of the day. You ready for this? Yeah. When is Memorial day? I'm Canadian. <laughs> I'll let you guess who you wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> Lance Storm. How about the responsiveness though? I mean, you pitch the idea. I make the pitch immediately. We got a response right away. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like that too. Here's what's great. If uh, he hasn't responded yet, but I really hope this is a joke. And so he's like, when is Memorial day? I'm Canadian. And then I tell him and he says, oh, I don't do conventions. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking great. Please do that. <laughs> like, I'd really like to have him, but that would also make my day. If you wrote that. Yeah. How about Alex Wright? I don't know how to get a hold of him, and he's apparently really hard to pin down. But it would be great. I mean, yeah, can you imagine be. if he came out and started just shaking that hog meat right in your face like he did back in '96? Oh God! He was Stacy Stacy Keebler. No, nah, no chance. She's doing something like that. She's independently wealthy now. Oh well, I'm sure she is. So there's no way she's going to come hang out with you. You know, <laughs> hang out with me. No, I'm just saying when is, you get to that is level, that your, is that your selling point? Come on, hang out with Tony Schiavone. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I didn't think so. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if they're like, oh, I don't know who all's there. When they get to your name, they're like, fuck this. 
Ricky Steamboat. I'm not going to say. But look, next. Oh, right. Uh, Larry, <coughs> Larry Zabisco. That's a great one. Let me see if I have his number. I don't know that I have his number. I've got his number. I know I can get that one from you or somebody, but no, yep, I don't have that one. Yeah. Hey, you want to handle that one? You want me to handle that one? Sure. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> oh, and there he is. Brian Clark here with the all torn up clothes. Mm-hmm. Usually he's the one breaking necks and cashing checks, but it looks like somebody broke him and cashed him. There was a sign in the back there that said Lex Luger cannot and had the, the word cannot underlined wrestle. Boy, fans were brutal back then. Whew. What would have been great would have been if it said Lex Luger cannot and then there was just a blank. <laughs> Good Mike, awesome. Well, let's uh, go for some ECW guys. I got some. Who you got? Well, I mean, who do you want? Well, how about, uh, how about Tommy dreamer? He's in. Oh, good. Good. That's very good. Um, Shane Douglas, maybe, you know, showed me last time. I don't know. Did he really know show? Not really, but, uh, I did, I did like a buddy deal mm-hmm. and then he, he got a better deal. Ah, okay. But he didn't come. So gotcha. I'm not saying that he's all out. I like Shane, but, but he wasn't all in. He's not, <laughs> he's not going to be at the top of my list to call. Okay. All right. Harley race. He's welcome he- every time. I don't think he can travel right now. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. I, I mean, if Harley race comes, I'm giving him the fucking penthouse suite and rolling out the red carpet and we're going to throw rose petals in front of him. Like it's coming to America. Right. I'm going to have you go up there and tell him the Royal penis is clean. (laughs) What? He's King Harley race. Royal penis is clean. (laughs) Oh God. Kevin Sullivan. Uh, He's in Kevin Sullivan's great. Anything I ever do count on Kevin Sullivan being there. Yeah. Kevin, one of the great guys. Absolutely. Without question. Hey, we are going to have to get Brian Nobbs. Oh, that's a fucking great call. We're going to have to, because he's going to have to get up there and explain the picture. And you're going to have to put the picture on a big screen behind him. I mean, my God. That is, has to. Absolutely has to. All right. Just just, just pitch Nobbs. All right. Tylene Buck. <laughs> I don't know how to pitch that. <laughs> I don't know how to pitch that. I don't. Shit, Shit you're right, the greatest right. salesman in the world. Let's, you, can be, you can pitch anything. Let's, <laughs> I don't know. I can pitch that one. All right. So let's talk about what we're doing right now, though, back on the show. Lance right. Storm is about to get the mic here. Go ahead. Take over Tony. Could I ask everyone to get serious here for a second? All right. I don't know where the fuck I am. They tell me I'm below the Mason Dixon line. 
I don't even know where the fucking Mason Dixon line is. Only thing I know is there's a line that separates one end of Niagara Falls from the other. And that's the Buffalo Ontario line. It's nothing like the Mason Dixon line where it had nothing but white trash hillbillies out of Huntsville, Alabama. So please stand up if you will. And we're not going to have anything from the country group, Alabama. We're going to sing and stand up and draw attention to the Canadian national anthem. Stand up, you motherfuckers. Stand up. You stand up too, Conrad. Okay. You up? I'm up. That's what he said. And now here comes the cat himself, Ernest Miller. This, I mean, if Lance Storm was your dad and he made that face, would you like yeah. mind everything he ever said? Yes, you would. <laughs> like Lance Storm has the best fucking dad face ever. Yeah, absolutely. Where he you're does. just like, fuck, whatever he says, do we got to do? We're in deep shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the ass kicking is about to commence. Yeah. You just know right. we're, we've pushed it too far. Right. Exactly. Meanwhile, on the other hand, I think. Ernest the Cat Miller would be like uh, the world's most playful dad ever. Oh, he would be, he would be great, and that's why probably he was so good at teaching kids karate. Yep, I mean he was good enough that he uh, got a job in WCW. Got himself a job. Somebody call my mama. And of course, Miss Jones was. Who do you think the best dad in wrestling was? The best dad in wrestling? Yeah. Like, like if you had to pick somebody in wrestling to be your dad. Oh, to be my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Pick a dad. Okay. Get you. Uh, who's your daddy? Who's your wrestling daddy? Who's my wrestling daddy of all you talking about current or it's just any time. Tony, just fucking name names. You know, we're trying to do a show here, buddy. Okay. Uh, my daddy would have been Ole Anderson. <laughs> Oh God. Why is that so fun to me? I don't know. I just, I just think he would have, she was, you know, so Ole Anderson's your daddy. Ole Anderson's my daddy. You said pick a name. That's the first thing I, first thing that popped in my head. Ole Anderson. All right. Now pick a funny name. Abdullah, the butcher. Well, y'all favor. <laughs> Why? Because of the scars on my forehead. No, because of the hepatitis. That's what I thought. Because you can't fake hepatitis. Because you can't fake hepatitis. We're pulling out all the old shit today, aren't we? That's a shirt. Where is it available, Tony? God damn, hit a spot At every LoisRules.com. I mean, I'm hey. fucking alley ooping the shit. You just got to put it in the hole, buddy. <laughs> He's alley ooping this shit. Do you even know what alley ooping means? Yes, I do. I knew you called women's basketball. Probably not alley or open over there. No, no. And I did call women's basketball years ago. You're right. I know all about Tony Schiavone. That's there. Somebody called my mama. (laughs) Hey, it's my sister's birthday. Do you want to sing happy birthday to her? Is she standing right next to you now? Yes. Happy birthday to you. What's the next line, Conrad? What's the next verse? Boy, that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I it must I don't know. Oh, happy birthday to you. Uh I don't know what the next line is. I'm sorry. 
Uh, make my apologies, please. I forgot the words. You forgot her name. That's what you forgot. You know, I know her name. What's her name? Sis. Oh, listen to this shit. Isn't it? Oh, I don't know her name, dude. She don't like me. <laughs> I don't blame her. Seriously. My sister likes me less than you like me. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Yeah. That's pretty low. Well, her whole life she's grown up and she's never been her name. She's always been Conrad's sister. Cause you know, I'm just so fucking awesome. Oh, well, happy birthday to her. God bless her, man. I love Ernest the cat. I do feel a little <laughs> bad for Lance storm though, because Lance storm would probably rather be in here in like a traditional, uh, catch as catch can style match. And instead he's doing a little funny business, but he was really good at it. This is a fun pairing. It's almost like wrestling's odd couple here. Well, Lance had the talent that he could work with anybody. I mean, Absolutely. We, 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 we talk about guys like that all the time. And I really think Ernest, for all of his lack of wrestling background and knowledge, I thought he came along quite well. I know, you know, somebody called my mama, all that rap, all they did was funny and entertaining, but there were a lot worse workers in the world than, than Ernest Miller at that time. A lot worse. I'm not arguing that. You could sell. So he was doing a pretty good job of selling right there. Hey, so I set the, uh, the hook here, wet some lines. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, give me that, uh, fishing analogy again. You know, I'm, I'm setting the hook. I'm wetting some lines. Right. Never heard of that. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Why would you, why would you throw that out? Just like in the middle of nothing. No, I'm just letting you know, I'm getting some traction. Getting, uh, action, gotcha. getting some, getting some attention. Gotcha. What not. And what not. Do you know, there are, uh, two Kevin Sullivan's in my phone. Huh? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. One's a TV guy and, and one is the devil. Hmm. So the picture of Kevin Sullivan, all right, I don't normally put pictures of people on my phone, but the one that is the devil, I put a picture of him as the devil mm-hmm. and the other guy, I did not put a picture of him as the devil and his company. I swear it says Kevin Sullivan, TV guy, hyphen, not the devil <laughs> still managed to text him. Text of the TV guy, not the devil. Oh, got Shane Douglas here. Oh. Oh, uh, the real Kevin Sullivan, the devil. He's in. Yeah. I feel like I'm giving away a lot of spoilers here for Starcast. I know, but still, it's not. Uh, it's not the actual spoilers that brings people to Starcast. It's actually the event itself it's become one of the can't miss soirees of the season let me just say this is the last one <laughs> yes sir oh, look at that over the top why are you laughing i'm not laughing that's my little beagle up on my lap she jumped on the lap why are you grunting huh are you constipated <laughs> that's her what are you doing to the microphone are you feeding the cat to the microphone <laughs> no. no not at all is lois in the room i heard her again <laughs> no that's lois is actually not here today that's why i've got to 
babysit a bunch of dogs. So that's the reason you're in such a bad mood. No, I love my dogs. Uh, how many stars or lack of stars did this thing get? Two. Got two stars. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. It really isn't. I mean, the fact is, a couple of guys we really like going at it. Landstorm, as we said, can have a great match with basically anybody. If you were starting a wrestling company in 2001, wouldn't you want to hire both of these guys? Oh, yeah. I would. <laughs> oh, my God. If you have not watched this match, stop what you're doing and go watch it. This is a legitimate wrestler trying to have a legitimate match and the cat clowning. And it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why, why is the cat so entertaining? Yeah, just, uh, some people got it and some people don't Conrad. I think it's because he's just, uh, I think he's legitimately carefree. Like, I think a lot of people, what keeps them from doing that is they're like, oh man, I'm not going to do that. I'll look stupid. And he's right. like, nah, everything I do looks cool. Right. Like it's that crazy, like confidence that you'll be able to do it. And it translates as charisma, but really it's just extreme confidence that no, everything I do looks cool. Right. And you can tell that cat when he's doing the silly shit, he's like, I know this looks cool. And even if it doesn't, because he is convinced it looks cool. It's cool. You're right on on that, man. A confidence is it. That is exactly what it's all about. Oh, Mike Sanders above average, Mike Sanders. Who may or may not be doing a run in at a low key big hog get together near you someday. Okay. Whoa. Miss Jones with a kick. Sanders. There it is. The cat wins it. (laughs) I just love it. It doesn't get old for me. Oh. And she's going to come in with the robe or the cape. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, put the cape on him. Come on, drop down. There you go. The Godfather of Soul. I love, I love the cat, man. This never gets old. How about Mrs. Jones wearing it out too? Yes, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) How do we do that? How do we go from the cat to Jeff fucking Jarrett? We are enjoying our matches so much. And all of a sudden Jeff Jarrett's name pops up. We need to call Jeff Jarrett one day on the show, even though we don't do guests and just shit on him. Yeah. What do you think? I think we probably should, should do it. I'm in you in. Yeah, I'm in. Say with us here on what happened when is Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, before we start, go fuck yourself. Did you? Uh, Can you imagine if we just really started that? Let's not. Let's call him. Not tell him we're doing it, and just say it just like that. Before we get started, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, he jump right in, man. You think? Oh yeah, he's got a great. He's got a great sense of humor, great attitude. Here's our man, DDP Diamond Dallas Page. Every time I step on the scales. 
every week. I think of this guy. How many LBs you down now? Big tone 52. Woo. Cross that 50 mark. Here we go. That's sir. I was, I started out at 269 and I'm now at 217. Well, I'll tell you what, 269 is probably, uh, Bondi Bill's favorite weight. <laughs> exactly. Was DDP over or what? At this I mean, time? did you see all those hands pop up? Yes, sir. Good for him, man. Yeah. I mean, you think, I think in my head, like 2001, not a prime year for DDP. I always think of it as like 97, 98, right. 99, but man, they were ready for him right here in 2001. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here comes the heat magnet himself. You know, when a guy walks out with a microphone in his hand, either he's over or he's an asshole. Which one do you think it is here? Well, he's either over or thinks he's over. Maybe he's over as an asshole. <laughs> it could be. I hate his trunks. I hate his boots. I hate his Bob Vila fucking glasses. I hate his balsa wood guitar. Holy shit. I hate the way he spelled his name and we go, ho ho. He had go away heat and I hated the motherfucker. And then I met him in real life and he's the nicest dude that ever lived. And it just <laughs> ruined the whole thing. <laughs> Isn't it something? That's when I realized I was like, fuck man. I really wanted to hate you, but you're like a fucking super cool guy. And I really needed you to not be. Well, he is. It's he disappointing is. though. Like sometimes, you know, they say never meet your heroes. Well, never meet your villains either. Cause you might fucking actually like them. And that just throws the whole deal off. All right. So let me ask you, who was your hero? Oh, when I was a little kid is Lois in the background. No, that's, that's lady Matilda. She's a beagle with long flappy ears. She's shaking her ears. Go ahead. Who was oh, your hero? Oh, Hulk Hogan. When I was a little kid, dude, he's my favorite wrestler, man. Not oh. even close. I was a little Hulk maniac. I would try to stay awake and watch Saturday night's main event, but I couldn't do it. And I'd fall asleep and my parents would wake me up right before and I'd watch it and I'd have the VCR set. And that's the <laughs> way I learned the difference between AM and PM and man, it was a great time to be a wrestling fan. I was a kid. Here comes a guy or right, here's a guy in here now with GDP yeah. who I don't think got enough credit. No, he didn't. <clears throat> what do you think it was that kept Canyon from being a top guy? And I'm not saying this to be weird. Do you think he didn't have the right look? Do you think that it was because he had a little bit of a lisp? Did he rub people the wrong way? Like you hear his peers talk and they're always like, he was the most friendly, um, unselfish, and he's very creative in the ring. I mean, he, he had good matches. He worked hard. No, nobody ever says a bad thing about him. Yeah. But, the fact that you know, when you said rub people the wrong way, first thing I thought of was no, we all liked him. Oh, that's what I mean. But why, yeah. why do you think he didn't, what was it that he lacked? You know, the, people talk about that intangible it. I mean, what was it for Canyon that he was missing? I think the intangible it was, and I don't know if a lisp had to do with it or not, but I don't think he was a great promo. A great talker. Do you think the list hurt him? It could have. Well, that's what's weird because other, I mean, there's been a lot of big stars in wrestling who have lists and it didn't hold them back. Not one iota. Right. So it is weird where that's sort of selective. Like this guy, it holds down and this guy doesn't. All right. Tell me a guy that had a list, but it didn't hold down. Ric Flair. Okay. 
but Ric Flair could do a promo. He was a great talker. Canyon was not a great talker. I mean, let's face it. Ric Flair. Okay. Well, I, hey, let me ask this though. Like was Goldberg a great talker? Uh, no. Was Rick Steiner? Uh, no. I'm just saying there was, a, there was a lot of guys who, who had a lot of longevity and made a lot of money on top for a long time. And I'm not saying just like a body guy, like Lex Luger, but there's a lot of guys who, who did great that weren't a great promo. It's just weird how sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I do yeah. think the fans decide, but I'm just asking in your opinion, a, a wrestling, you know, legend, Tony Schiavone, right? What, what is it that, uh, that Canyon did or didn't do that didn't connect him with the fans. Maybe the way they could have. Well, I think one of the things is the, the, his timing of when he got into the business. How many guys have we seen in this show that has long, that have long stringy brown hair? And to me, it just kind of gets muddled in Palumbo. Um, Canyon, Clark, Adams, just too many of them. I just, Diamond Dallas Page had the diamond cutter. He had that move. He had that signature with the hands up in the air. And it was just with the exception of what he could do in the ring. And Canyon could do a lot of great shit. That that's, that's kind of all it was. And we've seen a nut shot in this match here. Look at that fisherman suplex one, two and page kicks out of it. Sad, sad ending to his life. You think about it. And I think I mentioned this too. the, uh, the WrestleMania after we went down, and I don't know what WrestleMania number that would have been, but 17 it was in Houston, 2001. Exactly. Cause that's the one where, where Bobby Heenan and Gene Okerlund did the gimmick battle Royal. Yeah. Six days later. Right. I, I watched, I watched that from Canyon's house. He had a party that day and I was, I, I went over to his part to do the, cause he didn't live too far from us and went over and, uh, and you lived in the house you live in now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've lived in this house since we moved, since I moved here from uh, Connecticut. Wow. Look at this little color. Is this little hard way color? I think it is from DDP. But, uh, I was sitting there with Canyon and, uh, there's a moment in that. If you go back and you look at that, there's a moment where Heenan calls Oakland, Tony. I don't know if you remember that or not. And yeah, you know, Okerlund sold it. Tony, what are you talking about? And when he said that I was sitting beside Canyon, Canyon looked at me and said, Whoa, that's a fuck up. I said, Boy, you better believe it is. Yeah, they probably had a, a conversation on the production meeting. Whatever you do, don't mention that fuck Shivani. <laughs> and I have a feeling they used the word fuck just the way you delivered it right there. No, I'm saying that was like your nickname in the business, was it not? No, it was not. Oh, okay. Well, the, I have bad information. People have yeah. been telling me you were close, but that, that what was, was it? Mr. Fuck. Oh, okay. Sorry. My mistake. I don't mean to disrespect the great. Oh, no. that 
Discus close line. I don't know why. That gets me laughing. No, nobody else in my life laughs with that. By the way, well, I, finally, I finally told Megan your um, your Bobby Heenan joke, your go-to, your favorite Bobby Heenan joke. Oh, please don't start. No, I told her she fucking loved it. Did she? Laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> oh. No, she didn't really. Good. I thought it was gross. You, you can do, you can be mean at times. Oh, look at that, man! I can be mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He pick up one, two. When have I been mean to you? Whoa. I'm sorry. What hour are we into this show? Just pick a point. Just go back and rewind the show and see. Dude, I, I, all I've done is enrich your life. Yeah, well, I know you have. You fuck. <laughs> nah, that wasn't mean. What you just said. What? Calling you a fuck? You t- oh, sorry. I wasn't mean, you Mr. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Get it right. I'm trying. Hey, still to come. Your mom. <laughs> well, she probably hasn't. One, two. Oh, two count. Oh, so DDP's got to have another match too, right? Well, I don't see why not. Yeah. Whoa. Canyon Whoa. cutter. One, two, he kicked out of a diamond cutter. See, now, I remember when this happened. I didn't like that at all. Guy's kicking out of his own finishing move. So, uh, are you excited about the, um, the WrestleMania card coming up? Uh, me? I don't oh. even know what the card is. Jeff Jarrett, motherfucker. I'm excited about the WrestleMania card. Is it going to be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair? And Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch? Who you got? Well, I've got uh, Charlotte Flair. No. Hometown favorite. No. Pancake team one, two... And three. If Charlotte wins, there's going to be a lot of booze. Okay. The fans have decided Becky Lynch has to win. Yeah. I got to say, I, I, I think you would agree with Rhonda and Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Man, the women's division is the best it's ever been, I think. Oh, for w- without question. Yeah, thank you. It is. Best it's ever been. Uh, see now he's going to pick up the microphone. What do you think Canyon's saying here? Mm. Of all these friends. I never saw Kimberly naked. Oh my God. I don't know. What else would he be saying? I don't know. 
That's who we should. That's who we should bring in here. Kimberly Bacon. When's the last time she made a wrestling appearance? Huh? I don't know. That's a great call, though. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get somebody that hasn't been around. They haven't seen in quite a while. That doesn't make these appearances. Mm. And now here, Jared's going to come out and pick up what's left. There he comes again. <laughs> this interest just reeks heat, doesn't it? It does. It does. Look at that. The chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. Does anybody think that Diamond Dallas Page is not going to win this match after losing the, the last one? Well, that's the a intrigue great question. is over with this one. They're going to start it immediately. And the match with Canyon actually got three and a quarter stars. And believe it or not, this one gets a better rating three and a half stars. They're going to go right to Page and. And Jarrett here. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's unlikely that you're going to have him lose two matches back to back. Right. You take the intrigue out of it there. But then again, sometimes, you know, I, I think now they're, they're booking more in this day and age, booking more to fool the fans now to try to out. In other words, they're thinking the fans think we're going to do this. We're going to do something else. In this day and age, back then they just did what they thought was was right. Hmm. Last time I saw Jeff, NWA seventy. You had a good time. Oh yeah, hardworking kid, man. Look at Doug Dellinger. That's a good shot. I like that shot going through the crowd. Me too. Yeah, man. Very well done. Jackie Crockett with the ringside camera there. Stay away from us now. Yikes. You know, they put those monitors inside the desk so they wouldn't pick them up and use them. So they help protect the monitors. But when you ooh, do something like that, you're going to break a monitor anyway. No, I didn't break a lot of announce tables, though. Well, no, we did. More of a WWF thing. Right. Oh, going to put the diamond cutter on it. <laughs> Oh my God. It busted my ass. I didn't realize that. Do you think I sold that quite well there, Conrad? No. You don't think I did? I think you should it. Shit. I sold it, man. I, I took a bump. Well, stop selling. Call the match. God damn it. <laughs> it's your fucking job. I just hate when these announcers go into business for themselves and think they're one of the boys and start selling. It's like when a wrestler after a hard fought match looks directly at the camera. Shut the fuck up. Quit looking at the camera. Right? Isn't that about what you said? Yeah, that's, I would agree. Okay. I'd agree. Well, get up, you fuck. Well, if it had been, uh, 
it probably would have not been good if I not sold anything at all. Just jump right up and said, fuck, it didn't hurt me. Motherfuckers couldn't hurt a fucking fly. Don't you think? Yeah. Wow. Shit, I could have, uh, I'd have been thinking I could have hit my head on the back of the safety rail and probably uh, got a lot more money out of Turner. Why didn't you? I, I don't know. That's a good question. Been uh, taken care of for life. We kind of were anyway, right? Oh, why? What do you say? Take kind of were. Yeah, this is a hell of a match, man. It really is. They're doing some pretty good stuff. Give Dallas some credit here, man. Two matches. First match went, what, about eight and a half, nine minutes? I don't know how long this one's going to go. Has that cut on his left eye there. He's fading fast, too, man. Selling that sleeper. Yes, he is. Well, if you're in your second match, why not sell it? And get yourself a little blow there. Get yourself a little rest. He's in great shape here, though, is he not? Oh, yeah. Already rocking that yoga. Doing the crouching Jeff Hidden Jarrett right now. <laughs> Page worked hard. I mean, uh, he, you know, we, we, it's well documented. He worked hard on his gimmick, and but he also worked hard on his body. You know, he wasn't the youngest guy back then. And, uh, He just, he put the time there. It's like when I started DDP yoga, he says, if you put the work into it, you're going to succeed. Mm. And when he told me that I've got to thinking, you know, that's, that's what you lived by when you wrestled. If you put the work into it, you're going to succeed. And then he looked at you and said, go do it for the Gipper. (laughs) And you went home, got on top of Lois and (laughs) lost 10 pounds. (laughs) <laughs> oh lord oh my god so, ddt what tell me about your first double bagger i'd never heard of that practice before i'd heard the double phrase bagger? but i didn't know what it meant really oh i thought yes, it was like did. what you did at the grocery store no no you didn't. No, well, if you, you got something you, heavy like a big gallon of milk or something and they'd put you do double bags. bagging sure yeah yeah but you were like uh, no it has something to do with a lady well that's what i had heard i mean i that's what i'd often heard like of course, that, that just may may have been where I grew up. You know, I grew up in in the in the hills of Virginia in the mountains, and that's what I heard. Not that I practice anything like that, but that's just what. Watch out, we got a cover here. One, two, got a two count. Pretty good match going on here, Conrad. You shouldn't bring up silly shit while we got a match going on like this. It's a Jeff Jarrett match. Like, whoa, right hand. Hey, so um, when was the last time you reckon you bought a condom? Whoa. I don't reckon I ever bought a condom. Never in your life? No. Uh-oh. Have you ever put one on ever? Uh, <laughs> can we get back to the match? I need what to know fuck, for effort. What Efren. the fuck is going on here? What does it matter if I've ever worn a condom or not? I'm answering questions from Twitter. We've said, <laughs> do you have questions about Super Brawl? And the first question is from Efren. Ask Tony if he's ever worn a condom. <laughs> Would you stop it? 
These are fans' questions. You don't have to use that question. Go to another one. Okay. Does Tony spread his butt cheeks when he takes a shower? (laughs) It's a real question, Tony. (laughs) Who would that be from? (laughs) Efren. He's got a lot of questions. All right. This one's from Bad Money Slam. Oh, my God. Which match was better? Luger and Bagwell versus Adams in a handicap match. Mm -hmm. Or Hogan and Warrior rolling across the canvas for three minutes in a Lincoln log at (laughs) Halloween Havoc 1998. Which was better? God, I'd say the Luger uh, handicap match was better. Anything was better than that one. Would you agree? Yeah. Josh Kane was... would that be considered like one of the worst matches ever of all time? Yes. Okay. Josh Coon says around this time was Tony wishing WCW would just fucking end. Yes. I or sure was. was he wishing someone like Eric Bischoff would come in clean house and get the sinking ship back on course? Yeah. I, or I would say I was hoping Eric Bischoff would come in and clean it up. I was, all right, I'll put it, I'll put it to you this way, Josh. I was wishing at this time that we would be out from underneath Turner broadcasting. So that's what I was with. Ben wants to know with his size and youth, why wasn't there more effort into pushing the wall as a top heel? Well, I I think because there's more than just size and youth. He couldn't, Oh, there's your diamond cutter, man. One, two, three. Very good. finish. Count to a hundred. It's going to. Yeah. Hogan's thermos wants to know what the fuck. Someone's got a someone's got a Twitter handle Hogan's Thermos. Yeah, at Hogan's Thermos on Twitter. Need psychiatric help, kid. Look, go ahead. Look what we've done to people. Yeah, I know. Were any of the boys emotionally impacted by the death of Dale Earnhardt hours before this show? Uh, I don't think no. There was a couple people in the back uh, that were producers uh, that were impacted with it, but no, I don't think so. I think we were all. And I would say, even with the boys, we were uh, upset to hear it, but emotionally impact, I don't know. You know who was the biggest uh, NASCAR fan that we had? Mike tonight. No. Medusa. No. Kimberly Bacon. Stevie Ray. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I know you never would have guessed it. He was a big NASCAR fan. Actually, that was my next guess. Him, yeah, him, well. and, him and Kaz Hayashi. Yeah, right. Uh, Chris Herman wants to know, in your opinion, who served best as the WCW commissioner and why was it Terry Funk? Mm. I liked, I liked, I liked Sanders. Damian Purvis wants to know, why is it Evan Courageous' fault that Yang slipped on the ropes before Courageous was eliminated? Yeah. Uh, tell Damien, unless he comes to our Loki big hog thing, then I'm not answering his questions. I'm going to be blunt. So do you want to answer the question about spreading your butt cheeks now? Uh, stop it. Two out of three falls for the world heavyweight championship. Isn't this all a retirement match as well? Um, I recall two out of three falls and flair announces before the match, it's loser leaves town stipulations. Okay. All right. Well, which is kind of the same thing throughout the show. They did the gimmick where all the faces Conan cat chronic and Rhodes were ordered out of the building by flair. 
Also during the pregame show in a strange bit of advertising, they said they had no idea if the main event would even take place. Great way to get those last minute buys. <laughs> they they'll sacrifice income by telling people the main event may not happen just to get a pop because a guy comes out of a wheelchair. That's the kind of surprise booking that a company making money can afford, but a company losing money can't. Nash came out in a wheelchair with two hot nurses, deja vu. He then got up showing the cast was a fake and clocked Steiner with the title belt and pinned him in 17 seconds. For fall number one. What do you think about Flair on the tuxedo? He looks sharp, man. Absolutely looks sharp. And he's going to join us at our broadcast location. What's your face here? Why are you making the duck face? <laughs> but it is a duck face. Well, I mean, why are you doing it? I don't know. Are you trying to was, just Jesus her up? Christ, it was 18 years ago. I don't know why I was making a duck face 18 years ago. Were you turned maybe on? I make, maybe I was making a duck face because I knew Michael Buffer is getting ready to talk. I don't know. Were you trying to kiss Flair? <laughs> Might have been. By the way, the, the next show after this. Yeah. Um, was, uh, a nitro here in Huntsville. Okay. Just, just sharing with you the, the next night you know, we're here. Come on. And were you there? No, fuck no. Guess where I was that night though. Uh, you were watching raw. Nope. I was on a date with my first wife. Wow. That was our first date. How about that? How long have you and I known each other? Going on uh, three years now? Two years? Yeah, uh, almost four. Almost four. <laughs> Thank you. Six. Uh, I didn't know you had been married before. Yeah, how about that? Wow. I play it close to the vest around these dopes. <laughs> Here he is, one of our favorites, without question. You know what? He, he looked like a world champ too. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the belt just looked good on him when he, that belt looks good on everybody though. Yeah. All jacked up. But I like the headdress or whatever you call that. They wore, I thought it was very cool. Backstage at this show was kid cash, easy money and Jim Mitchell. Looking for work. Wow. The next day, the Blue Meanie and Jasmine Sankley are at the show in Huntsville. Yeah. Looking for work. Yeah. Come on, jump on this sinking chip, kids. We'll give you work. $150 a week. I think it's... uh here in 2019, it's, I just, I just, and, and a look, and I know a lot of, especially a lot of the, of our listeners who, who love WCW and remember the wrestling wars and remember what Hogan turning heel, you know, the late, the late nineties, this is what they remember. Uh, but I still think that the era that we're in right now is potentially the best time for wrestling. Well, there, there's without question it's the most Thank fun you. time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, 
I, I just, mean, look at all the access you got. You can send a hate tweet to Hulk Hogan. You can listen to Tony Schiavone. And I mean, in fact, there is like a little secret society where you can go to a hotel in Huntsville and Tony Schiavone put a jelly donut between his butt cheeks <laughs> and rubbing your face. And that shit was not possible when I was growing up. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea what you fucking. What's why do be, you, what, when, when I try to say, when I try to be serious about the business, you got to go. You got to resort to the jelly donut motherfucking <laughs> bullshit. When, when Efren's head pops up, just cover it <laughs> ear to ear in jelly donut. I know what he's going to say. He's going to say, "The boyhood dream has come true." Because <laughs> his whole life, he's wanted to get jelly donuted by Tony Schiavone. Oh, oh, look at that! Oh, we're showing the fucking broken leg if you had to pick mm. jelly donut stink face what? or that broken leg on sid so one of those is going to happen to you you get jelly donuted or you get sid legged i get sid legged sid legged both of them <laughs> oh my god you'd rather get sid legged than a couple i'd rather get sig absolutely i would two sid legs or one yeah. jelly donut and you're going yeah. sid leg right okay We've all yep. been there. <laughs> what? We've all been there. <laughs> Where is this going? Oh, you know what? The, the, a lot of times you and I are out of control. I, I don't ever remember being more out of control than we are right now. What, with this show? Yeah, you. Oh. You're out of fucking control. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. You're out of control. I'm watching Pop Pop and Ham Cubes have right. a conversation. Right. By the way, that's not the real big gold belt that Steiner's wearing there. No, you can tell that because the 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 gold is too yellow. It's all gold. It's not two tone. The real one's made of silver and then plated with gold in certain spots. Right. That is a cast replica made by Andre Freitas of AFX Studios. That's made out of zinc. That's been coated in nickel and then sprayed with yellow gold. Right. I should know the answer to this. Why is that not the real one? Nobody knows. The only thing I can think of, you know, there was a time when I don't know if they still do that in the WWE or doing the WWE or not, but there was a time when guys stopped carrying the belts with them and the company would carry the belts and give them and take them back at the end of the night. So maybe that's just the one they gave Scott at that time. Oh, I'm sure that's the one they gave Scott. I mean, it's not like Scott would have had a copy made WCW ordered all the copies made. Right. Wow, man. We're doing a lot of talking during this. So much talking. Wow. I blame you. Yeah, I think I, I, I would blame me too. One more pay-per-view to go before we are done, right? One more pay-per-view and WCW is history. Never to be heard from again. Mm. Oh, well, mercy killing is what it was. I'll just say mercy killing. That's what it was. Put us out of our misery. 
Get the flare of that series. Oh, here we go. Big, sexy Kevin Nash. Would you believe I'm checking out those nurses? No. Yikes. I am. Two out of three falls, loser leave town, WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And 70-year-old Charles Robinson starts the mandatory 10 count. Got a county mount. <laughs> I love it. good of a whack job with that, but one, two, three. And number one goes to Big Sexy. The coolest motherfuckers ever, man. Is he coming to StarCast? Um, maybe. <laughs> Pop Pop's having a stroke here. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh, you made me laugh. <laughs> Flair just made it a two out of three fall match. All right, DDP out of the back. Here Man, we go. What a shot here. I love the I love the backstage shots. As a yeah. kid, this was fun. Right. The the walk walk and talk shot, man. It's good stuff. Oh. Luger Luger and Bagwell. Man, they put DDP in a they put him in a case and they're gonna take him out and sell him. Sell him? Yes. Hey, I've got Diamond Dallas Page, five hundred dollars. He'll come home with you. Match had some intrigue about it. Absolutely. Did Scott did, did Scott just gig himself here? Did they just hard way him with the belt when they? Because uh, it looked like that belt shot kind of missed, but it looks like he's uh, he's bleeding here. He is bleeding. Oh. All right, get into it here, guys. Two out of three. Hogan equals ratings, that sign says. A memo to you guys putting up signs. If you're going to spend all that effort putting up a sign, make it so people can read it. 
fuck? This doesn't seem like it would be a great match, but they are big stars. Yeah, they are. It seems like at this point you would need more of a quote unquote worker for a match like this for a world title match. Well, Well, I mean, Nash had his better matches with smaller guys. And I think you could argue that Steiner did too. Oh my God. A lead pipe to the head and he's not dead. Oh, holy shit. That was serious. A lead pipe to the head and he's not dead. Yes, sir, baby. Fucking Steiner is fucking juice big time here. Now Flair's telling Charles Robinson, go over there and make the count because he ain't getting up. One, two, and we're even. And if you think about it logically, and it's hard to think about it logically, I get it. If you get hit with a head pi- uh, with a lead pipe, you're not going anywhere, right? So now what's, what does Steiner go do? What does he have in his right hand? Oh, okay. Brass knucks. Man, this feels like a totally different company from just a few years prior to this, does it not? Yeah, it was a totally different company. Like Super Brawl. Four years before, three years before. It was like a hundred years before. Yeah, like, and I was talking about this at the beginning of it. You had Roddy Piper and Hogan, remember that? At yeah. the Cal Palace? Yeah. And, and the, uh, the vignette they did to start out the uh, Super Brawl where they had Roddy Piper at uh, Alcatraz and all that. That's good shit, man. Absolutely. You know, I don't know. I belly to belly covering one, two, and a two count. In hindsight, losing Hogan. How much do you think it hurt our company? Where he was not a regular on TV for us. Oh, it hurt. You know, I know a lot of uh, people said he was holding people down and blah, blah, blah. But when he was right. gone, the company didn't exactly flourish. And exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, he's gone still- and less than a year later, they're out of business. And I'm not saying that that has anything to do with each other, but I am just saying there was this contingent of people who thought, man, the business would be so great if he would just leave. And that was not the case. There's no doubt that if he's not on the card, it lacks some star power during this era. I know it's well removed from Hulkamania. It's well removed from the NWO. It's four years later, five years later from the NWO, but still the star power that he had. I mean, this this show, no Booker T, no Goldberg. No. And I know that, you know, they're supposedly trying to work towards something, but still it does feel like let's put our best foot forward. Right. Right. 
Yeah, I. Now let's also remember that Brad Siegel's run the company at this time. He actually was running the company at this time. He actually had an office at the WCW offices, so he was just not in the the high rise that was the CNN Center, the head of at Turner Broadcasting. He had an office, so he was running the company at this time. And from what we have now read, uh, he certainly uh, did all he could to run the business out of town. If you believe all you read. Now, these two big guys, are, are, are I think they're doing it as, as well as they can here, man. Double juice. Yeah, I mean, they're doing all the things that you think you need ah, for a big-time main event, right? Yeah, sure they are. Good pickup at time. Side slam there by Big Sexy. And Charles Robinson with the count. Uh-oh. That fucking cheating motherfucker. Daisy certainly was a beautiful woman. Oh, wow. That's a pretty stiff chair shot there, too. Knock him out, put him in the Steiner recliner. Take him all the way up I-75, exit 112. At the Shoney's baby, where we got a full bar, and I'm not necessarily talking about the buffet. I'm talking about liquor as well. Not the best match in the world, but no. You want to guess what uh, the rating was? Uh, I'm going to say it was one and three quarter stars. A star and three quarters. You nailed it. How about that? Yeah, I didn't think he would give him a two. But I didn't think he would give him a dud or anything sub a one either. So Now, these are ratings. I think I've asked you this question in previous episodes. These are ratings that Meltzer gave him himself, not based on the fans, right? That's right. That was his rating. Okay. Is Meltzer coming back to StarCast? I don't know. It's near his house. Well, I mean, not near, but it's closer than Chicago. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> she she paintbrushed into Charles Robinson there. Look at this. Every every, every time he does that, you know what I think? Vinny I think Vegas. Vin, Vinny, absolutely. Vinny Vegas rolling the dice, man. Wasn't that called Snake Eyes? Yeah, Snake Eyes. Absolutely. Man. Nash sure has done a lot in the business. Oh, I know. When you think about all those, all those years and all those gimmicks. Yeah. Wasn't until he was diesel and he became exactly who he was. Just a big, cool motherfucker. Yeah. But he made, he made his mark as Kevin Nash, not anything else. Really? Yeah. I mean, business wasn't huge when he was, I mean, 
that diesel character happened at a time when the business was way down. Oh man. Sidewalk slam on Medasia. How about that? Oh, man. <laughs> Selling for his hero, man. Huh? This had to be one of his biggest moments. Had to be. Yeah. Charles goes down. Ah, well, there is nut shot number 300 tonight. See, we just, we were nut shot happy. It was fucking, it, it meant nothing anymore. God, we've seen it all. I'm milking this one, man. What was said about the finish of this thing? Nothing. Just, you know, it's really convoluted. It's the most convoluted. Yeah. It just, he's out. He'll got a chair shot, bring in another referee and Scott Steiner's going to win it. Wow. Yeah. It's just not the, look, it's not the best thing to end a pay-per-view on. <laughs> not even close. Really? But big Papa pump, still your champ. And to see the fans there at ringside, like, what the fuck do we just watch? Over convoluted silliness. Yep. One foot in the grave, one foot out the door. That's WCW. Bring back. And thank you, everybody, for bringing back bad memories. You're welcome. Thanks. This is what they voted for. I know they did. There's like, well, we have a lot of shows we can. You know, there's been a lot of people that want to see the old Crockett stuff, and I know you don't like that. I get it. A lot of people don't like it. I love the old Crockett stuff. Ah, uh, bullshit. No, here's the thing. First uh, Starcade, you hated it. Starcade '83. Well, that one sucked. The rest of them are good. All right. We we still haven't done the gathering, but of course, you know, and you know, there's a lot of other stuff we can try to do. We can do some more ECW stuff. We can look at some current stuff. What do you want to do next week, Tony? I don't know. Let's look at a, uh, because I tell you what I want to do. I'll tell you exactly what I want to do next week. I want to do something that's got, and we don't have to do an entire pay-per-view, but let's do a SmackDown. Because I want to do something that has Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte in it. In it. Does what? that sound good or you want to? What are you talking about? Or you want to table that for another time? Well, let's do it on Patreon. This is a nostalgia show. Okay. All right. We'll do that on Patreon. Yeah, we'll watch. A, we'll watch the SmackDown on Patreon. But let's let's watch. Let's watch something old next week. What do you want to watch? All right. What do I you, know what I, mean, I want to watch. Make a suggestion. All right. I want to see uh, WrestleMania seventeen. 30, what seventeen? The one after y'all went down. No, I want to see WrestleMania 31. I want to see Hogan and the Rock. That's 18. All right. Uh, WrestleMania How the fuck did you get 31? I don't know. My years. Hey, motherfucker, you're going to, you're going to be my age one day, and, and the numbers are going to get mixed up in your brain, too. Unfortunately, I won't be around to say, ha, 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 
ha ha, unless uh, Megan brings you to the nursing home to visit me. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen sooner than you think. Tony? Yeah? It's about that time. It's about that time. And my name. I forgot my name. It's about that time. It's, it's time to take a look. It's time for a jelly donut match. My God, it's Conrad and Dave Silva going up against the nature boy, Ric Flair. And his partner is Big Papa Pump. And it's a jelly donut match. And here the nature boy comes out with a jelly donut around the baby's arm. And he's slapping Conrad up the side of the head. And now coming down from the top, scaling down is, oh, it's not Sting, it's Efren. He's got a whole box of jelly donuts. He's grabbed the microphone. He is calling the name of Tony Schiavone, who is nowhere to be found. We're out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. It's on the MLW Radio Network. And, of course, to all of our friends, each week, each Monday, it's on. It's on. Patron, motherfucker. Oh, thought you were watching Downtown Abbey again. Hello, everybody. This is Mad Max. And if you're wondering, you guessed it, I'm mad. I'm madder than Conrad Thompson at an all-you-can-eat Shoney's buffet with nothing but ham cube. That's right. I'm madder than Abdullah the Butcher at a blood bank. But while we're at it, let me just tell you that promotional considerations paid for by the following. Boxagimmicks.com with new items each week. The official store of what happened when, something to wrestle with, in 83 weeks. Log on and get your gimmicks for the wrestling fit in your life, or hell, something for yourself. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Want to be a low-key big hog or a glass-bottom boat rider? Sure you do. How about a member of the Hot Tag Express or the Slapdick Nation? Well, you can join Tony and Conrad with bonus podcasts, behind-the-scenes videos, live weekly chats, and new content each week that just pisses me off. If you haven't heard, I'm mad. I'm madder than Dave Silva during a DDP yoga session, and for lunch, they're having salad. I'm madder than Lois Shivani realizing someone cleaned up the dog hair. Speaking of Lois, get your butt to LoisRules.com. Get all your t-shirts for what happened when right now. And by StarCast 2, coming to Las Vegas May 23rd through the 26th as part of Double or Nothing Weekend. Go to StarCast.com for more information. And you tell them... Mad Max is mad.